Blog Talk Radio. show on this Monday afternoon, January 4th, 2016, currently 18 degrees and freezing. Glad to have you guys on board, wherever you are and however you may be, certainly appreciate you listening. Right here in New York, New York, right here in the Man Cave, lots to get to on today's program, even though I'm freezing, trembling here in the Man Cave, it's cold, man. It's brutally cold. It's days like this when you wish you were somewhere warm. Orlando, Miami, California. Uh, Yeah, but glad to have you guys on board. Uh, Week 17 NFL recap. Black Monday. Coaches on the hot seat. I think. On the hot seat. Charles Gibson retires. Look back at his career. Welcome back Steve Smith. Senior, number 89. Love that guy. He should be in the Hall of Fame one day. Take a look back at his career as well. NFL headlines, NCAA football, bowl recap, stinkers, some good ones, sneaky good ones. Donk of the Year awards should be highly entertaining later on. And uh, raw preview. And no, Mr. McMahon did not get locked up in jail. I can't believe fans called in. We were talking about this off air a couple weeks ago with Dave texting back and forth as we normally do. We don't see each other quite as often as the summertime did, but uh, we spend our days texting each other back and forth about uh, shenanigans and uh, the BS in the world of sports and entertainment. So all this on Kenford Abrams Sports Talk Show. Live call-ins at 661-449-9904. Email us at kbsquaregmail.com. Follow my stuff on Twitter at kdoa79. 
Also on iTunes, go to search, type in the Ken for Different Sports Talk Show, Google at KABRM79, Pinterest, and also Tumblr as well. I'm working on a, well, Dave's got his show going, so in a little while I'm going to be not doing my show every Monday um, due to scheduling conflicts and stuff like that. But I'm going to be working with Dave, closely with Dave, um, in a little while, maybe in a month or so. Combine the shows, combine the two shows. The one show will be one show, it'll be Dave's show, but you'll you'll have me on there certain days, certain spots, helping out Dave with his show, and uh, you know, making it what it needs to be moving forward. So we'll have both of us on one show instead of me coming on here every Monday from six to eight. Feels not enough, like not not a sports talk. I used to do a show three four times a week. So, but now scheduling conflicts here and there, busy guy, I'm type myself sometimes. So, I'll be assisting Dave with his show in about a month or so. But you guys will know, definitely know. Um, so adios, Chip Kelly. I don't think it's, I don't think it's performance based so much. I think it's his personality. He took a lot of guys out of the system, the Eagles system. But what did he really? bring back what did he really bring back you take something some playmakers out did you bring anything back i don't think he did i don't think he did enough i think a lot of players he wore a lot of players out that's why jim harbaugh in san francisco was last year um they're very similar guys listen to cowherd very very similar guys dictatorship me first system over players personnel and it's hard to do two things you know i i multitask but it's tough to multitask sometimes um, especially doing this stuff, radio stuff, uh, serving stuff, whatever you do, it's hard to multitask. It's easier for some others, but for me, it's difficult. Um, so Chip tried to do too much, I think. In the end, it cost him his, his job. And um, I don't know if he'll get another job in the NFL. I heard he's, he wants to stay in the NFL. Maybe he goes back to college. I don't know. Control freak usually belongs in college. In the NFL, you could – you're not – you're the head coach, but a lot of guys make a lot of more money than you. It's more about the players in the NFL. A lot of guys make more money than you. They have the last say, he say, she say. Players don't like you. They're welcome. They're not going to play for you. They're going to quit on you, and you're going to be fired. Hence, Black Monday. Just the way it is. College, you have more leeway. You do the recruiting. You're the boss. You're the parent. You're the teacher, and they have to listen to you. They don't like it. The red shirt, they go somewhere else, and they're not getting paid. You're getting paid. NFL, you're making a lot of big boy money. These players are. Coach, bottom of the totem pole, especially when you don't have much leverage and a sort of new coach in the system in the league. So Chip Warrard is welcome, and uh, Chip is gone. I didn't like the move personally. I think he should have got at least another year, maybe by half season next year, half the season, evaluate him then. It's hard, easy to fire somebody, but I said today on my Facebook, well, easy to fire somebody, but it's hard to replace them. Um, guys like, and people get fired, famous people get fired, Bill Gates, Oprah, um, Donald Trump. Um, a lot of people get fired. Steve Jobs got fired. A lot of people get fired. So life is adversity, filled with adversity. Depends on how you bounce back. And I think Chip will do fine. Maybe in the NFL, maybe somewhere else. But, um, you know, time will tell. But I think in my deeper hearts, I thought that he should have gotten at least another half year, maybe another year. Because like I said, 10 and 6, 10 and 6, and what, 6 and 10 now? 6 and 9? So like I said, it wasn't it wasn't um, 
performance-based, it was most likely his personality and him not getting along with a lot of players. Um, I don't know if it's a race thing. A race thing is a very touchy-touchy subject, so I don't want to go there. Race thing, the whole Riley Cooper thing was bad. Should have got rid of Riley Cooper. Didn't. Kept him on. A lot of other guys came and left. So, I don't know. But it is what it is. So, Eagles now are looking for a new head coach, and I believe they're the 13th pick in the NFL draft. So, that's my take on Chip Kelly. I want to hear what Dave has to say about Chip, and uh, we'll get the show on the road. Dave, how are you? I'll say this once, too, by the way. Um, Happy New Year. I'm not going to say it again. And uh, welcome back, Dave. How are you, man? Ah, pretty good, pretty good. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year to you, Ken. Uh, it's been uh, an interesting already, what, uh, January 4th. It's already uh, a wild year, 2016. Um, the longest episodic, but we're wrapping up uh, regular season 50 of the longest episodic television show on TV, the uh, National Football League. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is the drama day. This is where all the coaches get the axe. Um, some... Deservedly so, a lot uh, kind of questionable. Um, you know, my take on that Chip Kelly situation is I, I felt, felt like uh, he was out to uh, kind of embarrass him, um, you know, letting him go when he did. You know, why not let him finish the season and, uh, yeah. you know, discuss uh, the future of the franchise, uh, you know, after the season's over, um, letting him go with one game left. Uh, it, it almost seemed like a slap in the face. Uh, I don't know what's been going on with the uh, ownership against him, but uh, I, I felt like it was a little slap in his face there and uh, very unnecessary. I think, you know, they should have given him at least that last game to coach. And uh, I, I was I was very shocked. I mean, I was, I was completely shocked. I, I didn't think he was going to stick around after this year, and I definitely thought he was going to get fired, but not, not uh, you know, getting uh, canned uh, with one week, uh, one game left in the season. Right. Yeah, so you're saying basically you should at least finish off the Giants game yesterday and then get the X today. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it, there's a time and a place to do all that. And uh, it, what, what did they get? What did they gain um, by firing him? You know, without a whole game lot. left, you know? Not a whole lot. I mean, Lori's got to look himself in the mirror, too. He's made some bad decisions as well as an owner. You can't be having guys three years in out. I mean, the, the Browns have had, what, five different coaches since 2008? I mean, what what are you building? What are you what are you saying? One of the historic franchises of the National Football League. I mean, how do you get forward? How do you get better? With having guys in there one year, two years, and then they're out. Yeah, you, know, you can't really build anything upon that. You can't. I mean, that's what this society is built on now. It's uh, you want uh, success now. You right. don't want to wait. You don't want to work towards it. And you know, everything is. Uh, it takes progress. It takes you know year after year of building upon building on you know the success of the previous year. And you can't have any continuity if you're if you keep uh, changing the systems here, you know, changing the GMs, changing the uh, head coaches, and you're not going to get the best candidates to come visit you because you're going to get the axe in a year anyway. Right. Um, given the uh, lack of talent that's on the team as it is, so uh, man, Cleveland's going to be looking for a coach, and I don't know who really wants that job. There's so many jobs out there right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cleveland's going to be the last pick for anybody. It's and someone who goes there, it's just going to be because it's the last option open. And <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Um, so NFL season is coming gone, man. 17 weeks. I was cleaning up yesterday in the man cave. I was like, man, just shaking my head. I'm like, we just started week one. It was like yesterday, it seemed like. Yeah. And um, 17 weeks, 17 weeks is coming gone. A lot of interesting games yesterday, man. Patriots, um, Tommy Boy, I mean, two out of six. Last few games here, doesn't look like himself. And I uh, was limping uh, after the press conference yesterday, too. I know the MRI uh, came back um, negative on him, which is a good sign for Patriots fans. But uh, Tommy Boy, man, what's going on with him and his, his Patriots? Seem like they're reeling here towards the end here, huh? Two and six? Yeah, last six games? Um, stumbling into the playoffs. I think he had a sprained ankle and uh, uh, and hurt ribs there uh, after that game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say it's a good loss, but they do get to avoid the Steelers. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about how they got in uh, right. with the Jets' epic fail. But, uh, yeah, they just need to get healthy. Uh, the Pats are just not – they're a shell of their uh, the team they were earlier in the season just because they're missing so many pieces due to injury. And yeah. I, I feel like if, uh, you know, with the bye week – Hopefully they can get uh, all those pieces back together. They definitely need – they're missing Julian Edelman big time. Um, hopefully he could get back on the field and they can start, uh, you know, rolling again. But, uh, yeah, it's tough. I mean, losing all their backs. I mean, you have <laughs> you have Steven Jackson back there uh, running the ball, what, like 40 times yesterday. It'll <laughs> work horse again. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a strange game. I, I it almost seemed like he might as well have not start not started Tom Brady at all. It was a very uh, strange thing looking at it. Yeah, very, very yeah. strange. Play calling they weren't weird. Let- I don't know, but they were just mailing it in. They were just cruising. They didn't even care about that game yesterday. Yeah, you know, but if you're going to mail it in, why why even put him on the field with someone as crazy as Ndamukong Sue on there? You know, it's that could ruin your whole uh, your whole year right there. You know, Tom Brady goes out. You might as well just mail it in now and kiss the playoffs goodbye because you're not going to win anything. He was but, taking. Uh, I was looking at that game. He was taking yeah. hits, man. Like crunch. He was getting rocked, dude. Like he was getting bent backwards. I mean, thank goodness the MRI reveals no sprain, no breaks or anything. But I'm like, why is breaking? He's hurting. In there? I was t- yeah. Hurting. After the press conference, he limped off the stage. Like it was even yeah. on there he that almost, much. He almost stumbled. Yeah, he almost stumbled. He needed uh, to support himself on the on the wall there. It's a scary sight for Patriot fans. That's the one guy you can't afford to get injured. I mean, you, you can deal you know, with. Uh, a few pieces missing, but you need Tom. You know when Tom's not smiling, he's got no hair gel, no like three piece suits or looking flashy. <laughs> you know, you know he's at a rough he's day at the office. And I'm oh, I'm yeah, looking at I'm looking at Haas like Haas is like, yeah, let's play Kirk Cousins the whole game. I'm like, why would you risk Kirk Cousins getting hurt today? I'd rather risk him getting hurt in a playoff game instead of a meaningless game today. It's stupid, yeah. Uh, you know, you like, have nothing I, to play I, for I, at that this point. This is why I just I just can't. I tell fans you got to take the emotion out of the game. You got to be able to criticize yeah. your team, man. You have to. As the best advice Colin Coward ever gave to me years ago, like listening to him, take the emotion out of it. It clears your your judgment of your team. Stop falling in love with these guys. As long as you can criticize your players and your team, you'll be all right in life, man. I'm yeah, sure. but I mean, even even having the emotion and the you should know, even with the emotion of the team, you know you want your team to make it to the Super Bowl. So how right. is your team going to make it without your starting quarterback? Well, that's my whole thing. I'd rather get him getting you know? hurt in a playoff, a playoff game like next week versus a game versus Dallas. I'm like, he's like, well, they're only down by, they're only up by two touchdowns. I'm like, Haas, you got to take out Cousins, dude. You don't want to risk injury because those guys, the rivalry games, they don't, first of all, these players don't each other in rivalry games. So they want to, they want to, since they're losing, some guy's going to come in there and do a cheap shot. 
You want to have him go down a game yesterday? You want to have him go down a game in the playoffs? You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm looking at Haas. I'm like, you just don't get it, do you, man? You just don't get it. Just don't get it. It's so frustrating. It makes it makes no sense. That's why uh, you know a lot of these a lot of these teams, you know, they're just happy about making the playoffs. You know, when when the Giants make the uh, playoffs, I, w- I want to win a Super Bowl. I, I don't want to just make the first round. You know, it's, right. it's, I, I want them to win the whole thing, and uh, that's what you know the successful franchises. That's what you expect from. But I guess uh, the Redskins, it's been a while for Haas, so <laughs> he's yeah. right with the whole winning part. <sighs> I just don't get it. I, I just shaking my head. It's so frustrating talking to him yesterday. Um, so Brock Brock Osweiler, I guess, all so that Kool-Aid, that Rocky Kool-Aid didn't, didn't oh, taste man. good anymore. So Brock is out. Yeah. Here comes the sheriff, Peyton Manning, standing ovation. Yeah, unreal. Uh, I guess everyone uh, is going to return those number 17 jerseys, exchange them for their uh, 18s again. <laughs> I wonder how much it's those still sold actually last over the couple seven weeks. It's it's just unbelievable. These fans, I, I just watching this. You know, I, I used to be super fanatical back in the day, and you know, doing things like that, buying a oh, this is the new guy in town, blah blah blah, drinking a lot of Kool Aid. But uh, it's just not good. It just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, everyone gets uh, trapped in the moment, and uh, you know, someone like Peyton Manning, who's done so much, you know. In, in a short amount of time for the Broncos, you know he's mm-hmm. just thrown to the curb. Yeah, uh, he gets hurt and uh, he gets you know, forgotten about the ACH thing, and then he just gets thrown to the curb. He doesn't even exist, and all of a yep. sudden, Peyton's getting he's benched. Savior. He, has, he has to look at Brock Osweiler not only winning this game yesterday, but potentially starting in the playoffs, and him as a backup, backing up Brock Osweiler in the playoffs. I mean, look how crazy was that? That was that's what we're looking at. And, into the game yesterday until that he, uh, Osweiler stunk up the joint, and here comes Peyton Manning. So I'm guessing now, I'm sure Kubiak is going to be starting Peyton Manning in the playoff game. If Kubiak even had any – if there was any chance of Kubiak starting Brock Osweiler in the playoffs, I would fire him immediately. There's – it's just I, – I, I can't even put into words, you know, what that would be like. I mean, Brock Osweiler is not the quarterback that's going to take you to the Super Bowl. I mean, Peyton, yeah, you know, he's he's fallen off a little bit. He's been struggling this year. Uh, you know, you could see his arm strength is not there. Uh, you know, you could see the passes, you know, he's doing a few out, out routes. Uh, eh, he has a weak arm. But uh, just from an inspirational, uh, you know, status that he, he brings, you know, when he, he when he comes onto that field, he just gets the team playing a lot, a lot harder. And just uh, his experience – and uh, his knowledge for the game is just way ahead of Brock Osweiler. And <clears throat> the fact that you're going to start uh, Brock in the playoffs over over Peyton Manning, that's just – you just can't do that. I'd rather go out with the sheriff at the helm in the playoffs than, you know, with Brock because then you, you'll be uh, second-guessing your decision there for sure. The minute he came in there, Anderson was going wild. Hillman was going wild. Yeah. Guys were catching what happened balls. with this running game come from? I oh, was like, wow. God. Like, it was a miracle. <laughs> the, 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 I mean, the, the the holes were like, they were wide open, man. Like, yeah, teams were there like hitting Moses the holes. Parting the Red sea. <laughs> but I tell you one thing. If if Brock had a good game yesterday, man, like a lights out game, it would have been him starting and Peyton backing up, backing him up. And they, I don't know. Last of Peyton Manning, we ever see Peyton Manning in the Bronco uniform? I'll tell you that. I I would Brock have been very disappointed. Game. Oh, yeah, but I'm telling you, going into that game, if Brock was lights out, if you wouldn't have seen Peyton Manning in the playoffs, he'd have been on that sidelines backing him up. But the football hey, guy uh, actually cared yesterday for, for once. 
Yeah, what do you think Elway would be, uh, how he would feel about that situation? Do you think he would uh, back yeah. up Kubiak's decision with that or, uh, yeah, or kind of say I mean, something? I mean, I would think so. They would probably look and see how this guy has, has got these guys over the hump with two and five in the last seven weeks, and he's been playing lights out. He's a younger guy. Peyton in the cold weather doesn't like the cold. His, his, his rods in his neck freeze up. He can't throw the ball. We don't know how he is. We don't want to take a chance. He's going to have to wait. Like, it was a lot of scenarios going into this game. Yeah. And, like, lo and behold, I put the game on second half. I was kind of in and out of Z's because I was so tired waking up. And I was like, man, here comes Peyton Manning. Wow, because Brock couldn't do anything. So I guess, hey, the football gods smiled down on Peyton Manning and the Broncos yesterday. And, hey, they got a bye week now. So, um, that was more healthy. very weak. Yeah, not only just a bye week, they got a home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Home field advantage throughout. So let me ask you yeah. this: Are we going to see Brady, Brady Manning's part seventeen again? AFC Championship game. Ooh man, I would love to see that. I just, I'm scared of those Steelers, man. I told you from I think last <laughs> week I said the Steelers getting into the playoffs is going to be a disaster for the AFC. It's funny because man. this whole NFL schedule now, AFC, you were looking at like. Who's going to get in the playoffs? What kind of quarterback is going to be? Tom Brady's going up against Alex Smith. Okay. Um, I can't even – the Titans quarterback, who is he? Uh, backup McCarron. Like, slim pickings, no Peyton Manning. So now all of a sudden now in the AFC, you got Roethlisberger, you got Manning, you got Brady, you got Alex Smith now. So all of a sudden now, from two weeks ago to now, it's like Brady is not it's not going to be easy pickings for Brady now going to this uh, Super Bowl. Not game. at all. Not at all. And uh, you got to be uh, worried about that Chiefs team. Alex Smith is playing – he's having a career year. Yeah, and, Chiefs are uh, real. That's for, for real, man. Ten in a row. You know, that's all they want is only ten in a row. So it's really not too big of a deal. You know, they're oh, not that uh, that hot of a team. But uh, <laughs> no one's talking about them. And it's, no it's just insane how no one even mentions I, the word uh, Kansas City Chiefs. No when one. they're talking about the uh, playoffs, it's all Steelers, uh, Broncos, and Patriots, right. basically. And right. uh, even Cincinnati – not getting uh, much talk just because A.J. McCarron's situation. And I'm not sure if Dalton's going to be back or not. I heard it's a possibility, but, I mean, how effective can he be? He hasn't played in three weeks. If he doesn't get a full week of practice, uh, it's still going to be a very tough matchup for Cincinnati. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, you know what? So, I was going to bring them up. Since we're on Cincinnati now, what if McCarron? Because he, this guy, this guy is no slouch, right? He's like sort of like a hot Jeff Hotlester, Jeff Hotlester guy kind of guy. I mean, this guy's won with three national championships in Alabama, so this is no big stage for him, right? Play one playoff game now. I mean, no pressure, right? So he comes in there, he wins the game. We might never see any Dalton again. Because <laughs> I mean, the red, the, he can't win a playoff game to save himself. Oh man, that would be more so more that Kool Aid drinking. Yeah, think that would be that. tough. Think about that That's scenario. Tough. I mean, you also have to remember, though, I, you never gave him the shot to win that one playoff game, especially this year, because they've been playing on a different level, Cincinnati, this year. And yeah, what he was doing with that. Me lately, though, you know what I mean? That's, that's true. But what, what he was doing this this whole season, I mean, he's, he brought him to this point, essentially. I still and, think, uh, I still think yeah. he's going to fail. I really still think any the bungles, man. You're going to see the same old bungles, man. I really think he was going to fail. I really it, do. It, I would love to have seen I'm it. I'm pulling I, for I him, but I'm like. One more chance. I give it one more chance, you know, just to see it. I mean, because Cincinnati, I feel like this team is different this year. I'm going to a hand specialist. I don't care what I got to do. Put me out there. <laughs> Put me out there, coach. Because you've got to look at it this way. This McCarron dude comes in there. He's got a hot wife. Three national championships. <laughs> he goes out and just plays a game of his life. AJ Green goes wild. 
The running game goes wild. Eifert goes crazy. That defense could bring it with Atkins and Maluga up front. You know what they can do. That back end is pretty solid, too. So if Dalton doesn't if, – if McCarran wins his game, you got to be thinking, like, you don't belong – you don't deserve that big boy money. You don't belong here because you ain't starting next season. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Man, right now. That's, that's going to be interesting to see. I mean, they have their hands full with uh, trying to guard uh, Antonio Brown and uh, trying to stop that offense of it's the Steelers. It's an scenario, though, right? It's going to be wild. I mean, if if that does happen, uh, that's going to be interesting to see. I mean, uh, what happens? These teams know each other well. They played what this will be the third time now, right? Third time this year, division uh, division rivals. You know, those rival games, right? Anything could happen. Just ask the Ravens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've turned it on the past few weeks. They didn't uh, mail it in at all. And I just think uh, it's going to be interesting to watch if the Steelers uh, somehow lose that game. What happens in the next round if uh, Dalton becomes available? You oh, know, it's going to be a lot of questions. I can't it's start hard him. You to... can't start him. You can't. You can't. But how do you, you not? Would, you you, know, would, you would also think. like, how do you not? Because you it, know he's going to lose. You know he's going <laughs> to lose. If AJ McCarron's his game, Dave, you know Dalton's going to stink up the joint, man. And what are you going to be oh, having all this season? Man, we should have wrote the hot hand. Man, Dalton wasn't—he wasn't 100 percent when we started him anyway. He's a franchise court. You know, you know how these guys work. Man, you I feel bad for Marvin Lewis, man. <laughs> He's got a tough job, one of the toughest oh, jobs in the league. Oh, I mean, he always uh, does great in the regular season and gets the team here to a position to be successful in Every the year. postseason. Every year. Yep. Like clockwork. Tough division. And tough, tough, tough division too. Ravens were really division. good a couple years ago. Steelers were always good. Three teams. Those teams are like the NFC East back in the yeah. day. All back good. Back in the day. Sending three teams to the playoffs. Right. Uh, Every year's wild card. Right. Yeah. It's. So, uh, the, I can't wait. These playoffs are pretty. Pretty awesome, especially the AFC. Interesting scenario for you, right? You just brought up there. Interesting scenario. That's yeah. and that go that goes both ways with uh, Denver too. I mean, with Denver, Denver right, Denver right, situation. exactly, it's, right. That's wild. That is wild. So if, if Peyton stinks up to join the first half, what do you do? You yank him? What if he's like five for five for fifteen, like two hundred, like uh, one hundred yards? What do you do? I mean, what do you do? Uh, yeah, just like that one time when uh, he got yanked. Especially when it's cold yeah. out there, Denver this time of the year, like outside, outdoors. He's not in Indianapolis in the in the in the, in the dome anymore. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's it's. I'm telling you, man, you can't write a better script than this. I'm telling you, you got to watch. There really is. This is going to be a drama-filled playoffs, and I can't wait. So the Chiefs are for real, right? Um, Definitely. I mean, if you're uh, if you're not worried about them, I don't know. They're for real. Texans, you believe in the Texans? That that defense playing really good, man. Uh, the Texans. The defense is great. Uh, I don't know this. This whole Offensive quarterback, hit or miss. Uh, hit or miss. the quarterback carousel is crazy over there. You so know, who's just, starting, Hoyer or Whedon? What's going on with that? <laughs> I don't I mean, know. You ride the hot <laughs> hand with Whedon? I mean, what do you do? I mean, you, I mean, or you go with Hoyer? Man, I I don't know. I think Hoyer is a better quarterback, but uh, like this you said, why we're not NFL uh, coaches? This is why. Yeah, you know? we. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Whedon is uh is playing well right now. He's a game manager. Uh, it's just funny to see Brandon Whedon winning games with the Texans, and the Cowboys couldn't eke out like two, three more wins right. with him. So it's kind of strange to see that. But ah, uh, oh, man, I, I, you gotta go. Uh, you gotta keep it going with Whedon. They're playing some good football. 
I would. So, I mean, they run yeah. the ball pretty well. You go to Hopkins is a problem. Um, he can burn you. They run the ball, dink and dunk, and let the defense win the game for you. You know what you're going to get with J.J. Watt and company. They're playing really, really good. So, oh, yeah, and it's a, I mean, they got point, the uh, home game too. So it's, right. uh, so. it's going to be a good game against the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are a great team, but uh, having that home game is going to be important, and I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Right. Absolutely. Um, so Seahawks, Russell Wilson. I mean, if the season was a little longer – Russell Wilson, 24 touchdown passes, one pick, 6-1 and one over the last seven games. First played in NFL history to record 4,000 passing yards, 30 pass touchdowns, and 30 touchdowns, and um, 500 rush yards in one single season. I mean, you could make an argument for Russell Wilson could be MVP of this, year, of this league, too, right? Just with Cam up yeah. there. I mean, uh, and, and yet he's uh, still considered not a top-tier quarterback. I mean, it was, is, a blessing uh, of, it was a blessing and a curse. To, to, I mean, we don't want to blame injuries or we don't like injuries, obviously, for anybody. Because, you, you know, you got to feed, put food on your table and you're taking money out of guys' pockets, and it's, it's hard to come back from injury. So, Wilson, uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch out, and Jimmy Graham out for the year. Uh, Lynch might come back, but when those two injuries went down, Dave, I mean, that was like that was like something, a light bulb went off in Russell Wilson's head and Doug Baldwin's head, and this offense just, just got crazy. Yeah, I guess it's like uh, they have no other choice now. To uh, They don't have to force the ball to Jimmy Graham. I, you also have to remember that the offensive line has been playing lights out. They were struggling at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's almost a coincidence uh, the same time those injuries happened, the offensive right. line started playing a lot better football and protecting Russell and uh, helping the running game as well. Because, I mean, you had Rawls go in there. I mean, you, anybody they put back there is having a good game uh, rushing. Right. So it's Seahawks are the hottest team. It's like I said um, before, Steelers Seahawks are my pick for the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, both both six seeds, six seed wild card teams, and uh, they're just playing the best. I think they're playing the best football. Steelers have been struggling, but man, that offense is just too much. Uh, we'll see how they uh, how they can fix this uh, D'Angelo situation. Absolutely, yeah. That and this team was always a, a run team, right? Back in the day, one-dimensional. You know, you're gonna get with Lynch, and then will Russell will make like three or four spectacular plays, but he'll just run the ball. Now yep. this guy could run the ball. He can still, he can do it by himself, option, and he can still throw the ball now, which is dangerous and lights out. I'm talking about bombs, not even dinking and dunking anymore. Yeah, I mean, you you were we were saying where's the uh, number one, that big time number one receiver there. And now they're making Doug Baldwin looks like he's that he's that uh he's that type of receiver, uh, just from you know how well Russell Wilson's playing and right. even Doug Baldwin had that stretch with what I think it was like ten touchdowns in four ten games. Touchdowns. Right, right, right. Even off. Which is that's an insane number. I mean, he had six touchdowns all of last year, mm-hmm. so that's a pretty nice stretch that he had there. And uh, they're they're hot at the right time. That's what it's all about. It's about getting healthy and, and getting hot at the right time. They're yeah. playing some good football. They just decimated the Arizona Cardinals. What you, at, were you more in surprised Arizona. at? Were you more surprised at that game or the or the Patriot game? Because both teams seem very similar to me. Like they didn't want to be there yesterday. What was? I don't understand why Carson was in there so long. Is it me or what happened to the Cardinals yesterday? Are they are they not good now all of a sudden? Because you know the NFL the week to week, right? So yeah, um, <laughs> so are they are they not good? What's, what happened to them yesterday? Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say they're not good. They're that's a fantastic team. Um, I just feel like the Seahawks are playing some 
better football, more inspired football. He looked football. mediocre to me yesterday. He really did. Yeah, Arizona didn't have uh, much to play for at that point, kind of knowing they were the second seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you hope to blame it on that uh, because that was a that was <laughs> I a hope poor, so. very poor. Because that was a very poor performance. <laughs> I mean, you that hope was to a joke. Blame it on that, you're right. You're right. You hope to blame it on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was a joke of a performance, uh, especially after the you know the past few weeks. They've just been dominating teams and uh, looking like almost the clear fa- favorite in the uh, NFC, even right. over Carolina, the way they've been handling teams. Mm-hmm. But now it's uh, like you said, it's week to week. And it's scary what could happen any given Sunday. It's just it's it's playoff, not a playoff. Right. It's not right. a playoff series like the NBA. This is one game. So if you make a mistake or you know you, you do home. this and don't perform, you go home. You're done. Doesn't matter what you did all regular season. So, so let me ask you this: Do so you think we're going to see a different Tom Brady, a different Carson Palmer in the playoffs? You have to always say you're going to see a different Tom Brady in the playoffs. That guy has, like, ice in his veins when it comes to playoff time. Um, you know, all that experience. He's been there, what, every single year for, what, the past decade or so? Maybe even more. Mm-hmm. Probably more than that. So uh, it's – except for the year that he was, uh, I guess, injured. But uh, you got to say Tom Brady's going to definitely bring it uh, come playoff time. Like I said, hopefully they can get those injuries in order there and get him a few more weapons on offense. Uh, Brandon LaFell, I don't – this guy can't catch a ball for anything. He's uh, he's starting to get on my nerves with that. But uh, Arizona, Carson Palmer, he's been. This is the moment he's been waiting for. He's been hurt, you know, mm-hmm. constantly uh, year in year out. And uh, even last year, Arizona was looking great, like a great mm-hmm. team with him at right. the helm, and they still did pretty pretty okay, even with like a third string. What did they have, Skelton? Yeah, <laughs> some like yeah, yeah. Yeah, Skelton's so like they a... they did pretty well. So you saw that this team was on the rise. And this is the year for them. And if they don't perform, I, I don't know if they they'll be able to recover from it. And uh, Carson Palmer is just definitely going to have to bring it. He's got the weapons this year. Um, you know, I love David Johnson in the backfield. He's got the wide receivers. Uh, that defense has been playing well, even though you know having Tyron Matthew out that's uh, that's going to hurt them a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Arizona needs to bring it. They have the they have the bye. Hopefully, they can uh, recover from this from this pretty bad loss. Hopefully it, uh, you know, gets them amped up for the playoffs because Seahawks are ready to go. They're chomping at the bit. They want to get this thing started. They want to make their third appearance in the Super Bowl. So you got to watch out for that team. And it uh, looks like, you know, it's it's a possibility that, uh, you know, Arizona might be seeing them at some point again. Yeah, it's. I, I hope we see a different uh, Carson, a different Tom. Tom Brady as well. Um, Seahawks are scary good. Steelers are ridiculously good. Um, D'Angelo, the deal with him, the latest on him, um, out for a year, what's going on with him? He's going to be back for the playoffs. Um, I, I'm not too sure yet. Uh, last time I checked was yesterday and, uh, he was just out for the game. I, if he's out for the playoffs, that's a, that's a big hit for him. You got to pass the ball like 50 times and you become one dimensional. You know, that's, that could also be very scary too, because uh, I mean, they have the weapons to do it. And, um, right. you know, being one-dimensional is, is one thing, but being one-dimensional with Antonio Brown, uh, Martavis Bryant, and Marcus mm. Wheaton, that's uh, that's the one dimension that I would like to be. <laughs> that's a problem. Can you double-team Bryant, you double-team AB, and those other two burners will take you to the house quick. Yeah. Quick. I mean, quick. they'll put up and 21 they, points in four minutes. And 
And as, as Big Ben is, the guy's got two rings, and he, as big as he is, he's elusive, and he could extend the play like Russell Wilson. It's unbelievable what this guy could do, Big Ben, with his, with his stature. It's unbelievable. I don't know how he does it. I look at him I'm like, this guy is not supposed to do what he's doing. And it's, <laughs> it's just it's just unbelievable what he, what he does, man. It really is. Um, last night was interesting. I was arguing with one of my buddies, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, talking about sports. It's silly. You know, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna argue with fans anymore about sports. I, I'm really not. It's a new year, and I, I, I can't because we're arguing about quarterbacks. I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter how bad your team is or whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, it's always the quarterback. The quarterback has got to take blame, personal blame. He's got to say it's, me, it's all him. You can't call out certain players. You can't call out your O line. You can't call out your receivers. Quarterback. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. At some I point it. in time, <laughs> at some point in time, we were talking about this for weeks now with me and you on the show. Called him out. He's got to take blame. I'm tired of him looking at the stars, holding his helmet, rolling his lips, not engaged, body language. I think, Dave, I, I really think right now, I got off the phone with my buddy at 4 o'clock in the morning talking about arguing about Aaron Rodgers because he's from Green Bay, Wisconsin, and it was just silly. And I didn't want to give up my argument. He didn't want to give up on his argument. So, like little girls. But the, the bottom, a small story short, I think if Aaron Rodgers cannot win a playoff game, I really think Mike McCarthy is gone. I really do. As sad as wow, it may seem. that's bold. I really, I really do. Because Rodgers' playoff career record has, hasn't been good in recent years. And to me, this guy, is, he's not like Brett Favre. You know when Brett Favre was really bad, he'll tell you he was bad. Except yep. the name. Every single time. Peyton Manning. Always. Never throws the guys under the bus. Aaron Rodgers, never his fault. I'm sick and tired of him. I'm sick and tired of him. And we saw it last night. Again. I, 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 I think McCarthy's done if this guy cannot get to the second round. I really do. I guess that's unfortunate, too, because it's always the head coach. And, you know, it's not even, you know, sometimes it's not even the head coach's fault. It's just the player yeah. not uh, bringing the A game. And he's supposed to be, what, he's considered one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Not Top showing five. it. Can't make Not showing better. it. Nope. So uh, you gotta, like you said, you gotta take blame. Every every good quarterback and even every bad quarterback, they take the blame. I mean, you uh, see Eli Eli saying it was my fault, this and that, blah blah blah. Yep. Um, you know, even just weekend and week out. Not at the press conference, you gotta take the blame because that's yeah, what we look no at. No matter that's, what, that's. That's the other game. You play the game on the field, and when you sing that press conference and radio interviews, we judge you by that too. A lot of fans don't know that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you win the big game and uh, your running back ran for 200 yards and three touchdowns, quarterback gets the glory. I mean, the quarterback always gets the glory, and that's how it is. And you, you have to take the blame with that glory, especially when things don't go well. And he's not Aaron Rodgers. I I'm so so glad to hear you say that because I finally feel like I got someone on my side again. Um, just because this is how I felt about him. I've seen this for years, and I've never liked Aaron Rodgers. Everyone's saying, "Oh, I, I'm forced to listen to Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. Oh, he's better than Tom Brady. He's better than Manning. Oh, I, I just can't do it anymore." And I'm just loving this year watching him just fail and and fold and crumble under the pressure and, and just seeing how um, not being successful is affecting his, his persona and how his personality is on that team. And you're starting to see not that, that leader that people are uh, thinking that he was. So 
Uh, he's got I'm, that big I'm, boy. Got, he got, he's got that big boy contract. Tons of endorsements. A hot girlfriend. Yeah. Maybe he just needs to go back to being single again and just being friends with um, what's his name, <laughs> Ryan Ryan Braun. Maybe he needs to link up with Ryan Braun again. Remember how that was back in the day? He was a gunslinger back yeah. then. Now yeah, he's living yeah. with none. He's making those more State Farm commercials. That's what happens when you get popular. You get comfortable, dude. The hunger is not there anymore, man. Yeah, yeah, and definitely He's not celebrating on discount double check anymore. No, so he, he doesn't. I mean, he, he got to score touchdowns to do that. You, re- you realize that, right? <laughs> exactly my point. So maybe he needs to go back and start doing a discount double check and just relax a little bit. Maybe he needs to go back and tell people to relax. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's like, well, spell it out too, right? R e l a x. Relax. Maybe he needs to go back and do something. Get a mojo back or something. Cause something, yeah. something's not right. Something's not right, man. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think you, uh, you hit the nail right on the head there. Uh, just with uh, just being content. And I mean, obviously, missing Jordy Nelson's pretty huge. Um, right. That's a big weapon to be missing. And I'm I'm shocked that Randall Cobb is not good. I mean, is it, um, wow. I, I I was thinking I drafted the guy. My fantasy team thinking this guy's gonna have a monster year. Like a hundred plus catches, easy. Ten touchdowns, easy. Chalk it up. I mean, now you have no I, running I, game. You have no O line, no running game. Your backhand of your defense is soft. And Rogers, I, I, is it? I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I don't know. The receivers aren't helping him either. But, but Adams, they're not. They're not. I mean, I always thought they had a one A and one B in their receiving right. core with right. Nelson and Cobb. So I was like, oh, well, Jordy Nelson goes out. You have Randall Cobb. He'll step in. And he'll do the job. He'll be uh, the number one this year, and he'll have a great uh, breakout year. And uh, when they get healthy next year, that combo is going to be ridiculous. But we're starting to see uh, Cobb really needs uh, Jordy Nelson to thrive. Right. I guess maybe getting more of the coverage. Right. So he gets more coverage that. on him, and then he's pretty much open in the slot, and he's, you know, easy money, easy as day. Yeah, but I think that whole team is a mess. I mean, like you said, the no running game. Uh, they do oh, have a running bad. game if they can actually hold on to the football. Well, I mean, how many maybe, times do they just fumble the ball? They're, you know, in the red zone. Unbelievable. Starks, James Starks, Lacey. Lacey's overweight. He's got to get his stuff together. Hey, you might as well make, make John Kuhn the starter. Start him because that guy is a monster. I love that guy. Yeah, John. he plays hard. Um, but those two clowns, they, they they just fumble the ball opportune time. I just don't get him. You know, they show brilliance of greatness, Starks, and all of a sudden he'll fumble. But nobody in the sight, he'll fumble in open field. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, and that's been a big problem with the run game because, I mean, it's like you can't blame Mike McCarthy for wanting to, you know, put the ball in his franchise quarterback. This guy's supposed to be a legendary quarterback. Right. Um, you know, and take it out of the hands of these guys who keep turning the ball over. And it's it's been a very rough year for the Green Bay Packers. Keep an eye on McCarthy, Dave. I'm telling you, keep an eye on that situation. Yeah, I, I would actually be I would be very shocked if that happened. I mean, man, keep an I, eye. if you're right on this one, man, I got to give you kudos. <laughs> uh, coming up on 43 after the hour, Camp Freedom Sports Talk Show. A uh, few things here. So Carolina won. King Dab, a little dabbing for the for the, for the camera. Um, Cam yesterday doing this thing. Um, what do you think about the son's name? He's got a baby boy. Shout out to Cam, our boy, Chosen. You like that name? You're not a fan of that name. Not too big of a fan. <laughs> Chosen Newton. <laughs> Chosen Newton. Oh, man. Well, I don't have uh, to deal with it. So, I mean, I guess yeah, we'll see how it's. Uh, we'll wait, you know, a few years 
down the road and uh we'll see if uh what his son thinks about it uh yeah. about the name i guess he'll be hey your pops is cam newton so that's pretty cool anyway so could yeah. name him whatever but yeah chosen and, newton uh, nah, yeah yeah that's yeah that's what i said yeah um your falcons won saints I mean, <laughs> you know i listen let me tell you this i tried so hard to watch that game yesterday I I really did, Dave. I really did. Just some my bad attention, football. Man. My attention span was of of, of an el- like of an elephant or something. I I don't know. I just couldn't. I blinked uh, like once. It was like third quarter and the game was over. I was like, huh? What did I really miss? I looked at my phone. To see <laughs> you didn't miss score. anything. <laughs> like it was like, uh, is it me or all of a sudden Sean Payton forgot how to coach and Drew Brees forgot how to be a quarterback? I don't see either one That's- of them coming back. That team is decimated right there, too. I mean, that's another team that's just been awful this year. Uh, that game was all – I mean, it's hard to watch these games, especially now that, you know, we got our championships, our fantasy football championships uh, wrapped maybe up. That, maybe good. that's what it is. Maybe we celebrated this week, and then now we're just, like, forced to watch one more week of some bad football. Uh, a lot of games that, you know, meant nothing, uh, nothing right. for fantasy championships, uh, unless right. you do that daily fantasy stuff. But, uh, yeah, we had our things uh, wrapped up, so that's why just no interest in a lot of those games. And it was tough to watch. I mean, I never realized how important fantasy football was. Man, yeah, like, I don't think yeah. if, I, if, I a guy, if I don't have a guy going, I, don't, I can't watch the game. It I makes mean, you watch funny. a lot of bad games, like a lot of games with matchups that you would never like was, even was, think twice about. I was watching, watching Jacksonville and New Orleans last week, like gung ho. <laughs> like, like, I never watched. A, I've never watched an entire Jacksonville game until last, like, like last week. Julius Thomas, that was it. And now with the Falcons oh. and the Saints, better matchup. I couldn't even watch five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, Willie Sneed going that week, so I was watching that too. Um, yeah, it's it was a tough game, tough game to watch. You know what's funny? If Aaron Rodgers never made that Hail Mary bomb, oh. the Falcons would be in the playoffs. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, Green Bay would be out of the playoffs. Falcons would be in. And lo and behold, that Hail Mary almost happened again last night. You saw that, right? Yes. Oh, my God. I what was cringing. What, 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 if, what if that happened again? I mean, what if? You I would have been done. I would have been done. I would have been done. 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 <laughs> I... First of all, did he even get it off? It was zero, and he hiked the ball. I was looking at the, <laughs> yeah. the game clock. I'm like, that was zero, you zebra. I'm like, here we go, yeah. football guys, here we go. I, yeah, I but saying. it's for Aaron Rodgers, you know. Aaron Rodgers gets the uh, gets the opportunity to do so uh, with that phantom face mask call that was uh, oh. made in the Lions. But, I mean, it's almost like a, a good – you can't say it's a good loss for the Packers, but they get the, uh, they get the Redskins now who are, are playing some good football, but it's better than playing the Seahawks. I mean, yeah, if the Packers ended up playing the Seahawks, that, you're, you're done. You don't yeah, even show done. up. They're done. Yeah, but uh, they they have a chance. I feel like they have a chance against the Redskins. But the Redskins are playing good football. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to deal with another week of Haas uh, <sighs> talking talking smack oh, with these Redskins. But oh, um, he's unbelievable. He is unbelievable. That guy. He really is. <laughs> um, I'm exhausted already. I really am. I will. First of all. 47 after the hour, Kemford and Dave, Kemford and Sports Talk Show. I, I don't know what it is. I went to bed late last night because I was arguing with this donk from, um, about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. And I went to bed, and then my parents woke me up. And, you know, They told me we were leaving, going to the city. And I don't know what it is. I, I slept wrong, 
So now I'm driving my car today. I couldn't even like look over my left shoulder to see if there's oncoming traffic. Thank God I made it back home alive. I slept wrong, so I can't even I can't even turn left. My whole body's all discontorted right now. Was That's it the neck? The neck stiff? Yeah, yeah, stiff neck. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, all, I'm all I'm all I'm all sideways, man. I'm all sideways. But I'm gonna try to get some Z's tonight. Hopefully. Hey early. man, it's been a it's been a long season. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm in battered and bruised, man. I really do. Yeah, it's a long season for everybody. It's not just the players, man. It's, Watching it's every game. To watch. yeah. Every single yeah. game from morning to night. It's unbelievable. My brain's fried. I feel like I'm fried and exhausted right now. <laughs> and then trying to keep up with all the headlines and all the oh. antics and shenanigans oh. that go oh. on during the week. It makes it a every day. It makes it a seven day process to uh you know, cover the NFL. Unbelievable. Don't go anywhere, stick around, we'll come back, we'll talk about the Jets. Oh boy. Giants oh boy. a little bit of Eagles. Uh, Johnny Manziel. Gambling. <laughs> Johnny football. <sighs> I'm done with him. Back after this.
Welcome back to the program, Ken Freeman Sports Talk Show. Some Tiesto there. It was funny about Tiesto. I've always wanted to see this guy, and every I'm not, every time I'm like close to go seeing him or whatever the case may be, he's always sold out. Or when I, or when I find out about the event, I just missed it. So one day I'll see it. I saw David Guetta. I was in um, Vegas early uh, last year. David Guetta is amazing. Up close and personal in Vegas, ridiculous, ridiculously good. But one day I'll promise I'll go CTS though, or something, or just find out about it early, buy my ticket, and just say I'm finally gonna go see this guy play. I heard good things about him though. I really have heard good things about uh, Tiesto. Welcome back to the program. So Dave was pretty brutal yesterday. He's pretty brutal. Um, so you still think uh, Fitzpatrick is the answer? I mean, I was watching this game yesterday, and by the way, I turned it on. I was like 13 nothing. I went on Facebook, and all of a sudden the game was tied or Jets went up. But I'm thinking, like, man, is it me or Revis is just mailing it in? He's all, I know Revis is all about his money. Sammy Watkins made him look pretty silly yesterday. Regular season, he got shut down. Revis, if I'm Sammy Watkins, regular season, fantasy football, I'm not, I'm not starting Sammy Watkins. You respect Revis, those shutdown corners. It's just the way it is. But yesterday, I don't know what happened to Sammy Watkins or Darrell Revis yesterday, but he was not himself yesterday. And Marshall's a beast. Fitzpatrick just had some clock management, was sloppy. I, I thought that pick towards the end, I mean, why are you forcing the ball for a touchdown in there? You just kick a field goal and you'd be up and have them play catch up. And even if, when that happened, the Bills just drove down the field. Dink and dunk, missed tackles, you know. It's sad to see what happened to the Jets yesterday. And I have no problems with them. I root for their, you know, not even the fans. Certain, certain, um, couple Jet fans I, I actually like. Um, so I kind of root for them. I had no ill will towards the Jets though. But I'm looking at this game. I'm like, you guys aren't treating this game. You guys should come out and smack them in the mouth. Go up by 14, 21 points. Have them play catch up instead of you playing catch up. Like, the Bills were bringing this thing yesterday like a playoff game. The Jets, the intensity from the get-go wasn't there. And it's hard to catch up, especially up there in Buffalo. The wind's going. The place is rocking. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's just a terrible way to end the season. Welcome back, Dave. Are you still hard on the Jets and uh, Fitzpatrick? Or you're, you're kind of like, eh, one day, kind of like, you're letting up now. Are you still hard on these guys? Uh, I'm definitely being hard on them. I mean... You have you have uh, all opportunity, every opportunity to make the playoffs. Uh, everything was in your hands, and uh, you come and just you don't show up. It's the biggest game of the year for you guys. Right? Why was it that Todd Bowles and I feel like the team were the only ones surprised that Rex Ryan was going to bring it? I I don't I don't know. Why? You saw my status. I, I have no idea. I've, I just I said don't on Facebook. Understand. I was like, they were treating this game like a playoff game, and you should have. Jets should have. But that's how it's that we all knew that was going to happen when we saw right. this last game. When I was looking at the playoff situation three weeks ago, and I saw Buffalo at the end of the Buffalo at the end of the year at home, I said Dang, oh this boy. is going to be the hardest game for the Jets to win. They had right. Dallas, then they had New England, and then they had Buffalo. And I said Buffalo is going to be the toughest game to win because Rex Ryan is going to go out there. This is his Super Bowl this year. He gets to go to eight and eight, be a five hundred team with Buffalo his first year. And knock off the Jets from the playoffs, and it just seemed like 
the team and Todd Bowles were the only ones not expecting that. And it, it's very disappointing. I feel bad for the fans because it's almost like this happens almost every other year for these. It's, it's tough. It's tough to watch. And, you know, my mom's a big Jeff fan. She was watching the game. She had nothing to say. I just felt so bad. Like you could just see the disappointment, especially after last week, you know, yep. with the Steelers losing and, you know, now the Jets are in control and they're looking good. Yeah, and I'm looking at both games, the Steeler game and the Browns game. I'm like, whoa, okay. Browns are making this interesting. But you yeah. figure, in your head, you're thinking the Steelers are going to win this game. The Steelers have to win this game. And the Absolutely. Jets, I mean, they, they had their chances, but the ill will throws by Fitzpatrick. The kicker can't make field goals, chip shots. you got to be able special to make teams things. Are, special teams is oh. awful. Awful, oh. that punt. Oh. I mean, the, Horrible punts. Uh, the kicker was just awful. I mean, you, you know, not having folk out there is a big, big loss for the Jets this season. Uh, then you have Ryan Fitz pick, pick trick uh, at the end of the year. With, <laughs> oh. uh, the end and you think he back to Buffalo to stick it to him? You think he'd be all right, right? I mean, but, uh, you know what it is? It's just you know, uh, a lot of Jets fans commented on that, saying yes, he is the answer. This and that. It's just the Jets have been starving for a, some semblance of a half-decent quarterback that they're holding on to this Ryan Fitzpatrick idea. And I just don't see it working. I mean, he's, he's a game manager. And, you know, he, other than yesterday, he really doesn't turn the ball over. But the problem is when you're down and you need him to come through, he's not going to put up that, you know, 21 points, that 28 points that need to happen, right. you know, for a, for a comeback. And uh, what what happened with the run game? I mean, I feel like the whole – you're going to have to look at Todd Bowles in this game. I, you know, I love weird. Jets fans. Oh, Todd Bowles is the best. He's, he got a weird play six. calling. Weird. What weird, was he weird. do? What was his whole offensive game plan? What was yeah. he thinking going into this game? Uh, run going away from the run, your strength on Maybe. offense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Chris Ivory had six carries, and I he's know, you know the horse that you that you rode over here uh, up up until this point. I mean, not having Bilal Powell, that hurt them a little bit. But Chris Ivory was doing great. He had six carries, 68 yards, and then they go away from him. It, it, I don't get it. You know, we especially got, with the wind, why are you passing the ball all the time? I just don't understand. Well, we got Mike here. We got Mike. Mike's calling now. Oh, so we boy. Got yep. So here we go. Mike, Mike, welcome back. Happy New Year. And What's uh, up, Mike? And I, I know you're, you're kind of bummed, but uh, explain why your boys lost yesterday. Well, uh, well, first of all, happy New Year to you guys as well. Um, uh, it was uh, it was brutal yesterday to say the least. Um, I don't, I'm you trying kind of, to you kind of expect you kind of expected the worst though, right? Well, well, I I looked at the final three games when when uh, you know and you know they were still on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. and I I said it three weeks ago. I said they're going to beat Dallas, they're going to beat New England, but they're going to lose to Buffalo. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Exactly, to a T. And it's just, that's such a jet thing to do. It really is. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I mean, they 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 have their best win in, I don't know how many years last week. And how do they follow that up? With their worst loss in recent memory. Um, yeah. So it's frustrating. <laughs> but yeah. looking Mike, back and look, go ahead and do it. Go ahead. I was going to say, what do you think, uh, I mean, if it's a jet thing to do, uh, you know, these things becoming predictable, because I said the same exact thing. I said they're going to beat Dallas, they're going to beat New England, and then 
going to have a tough game against Buffalo and probably lose that one because that's what the Jets do. If that's, you know, if that's like kind of the identity of the team, what what do you do to change that? I don't, I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, it's, it starts at that point. I mean, it's been, it's been going on for years. I mean, it's got to be the front office and, you know, the coaching staff, but I mean, they're not going to change that. Not, not now anyway. Um, but maybe down the line. Um, but I think it just came down to execution and game plan yesterday. I mean, you know, as as far as yesterday goes, you know, they, they knew they win, they're in. And to show up like that and just throw it away, I mean, it's inexcusable in my opinion. Yeah, it really is. I mean, um, we surprised by the then, run game, special teams, uh, Fitzpatrick, well, those errant throws. I mean, they become a passing well, team all of a sudden yesterday. Well, I mean, I, I know, um, you know, Powell was, was injured. Um, but, you know, you have Ivory. You, you know, he had six carries for 81 yards. Right. Six carries. And then you're giving Ridley the ball. I mean, Rid- Ridley's got 95 yards on the year. On the year. And you're giving right. him the ball in, in, in a game you need to win. I didn't yeah. get that. Unbelievable. I didn't get that I mean, at all. Looking back at this year, I mean, you guys are going in the right direction. I mean, what what a difference a year makes, though, right, for you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, they definitely improved, um, you know, that's for sure, um, you know, 10 and 6. Um, and to, to, believe it or not, and, and this is this is the most infuriating thing to me, those two Buffalo games that they, they both lost by the same score kept them from <laughs> being the second seed in the AFC. Kept them from being the second seed in the AFC. Oh, man. I You can't. Well, you can't they they would have had a first round bye, and, right. and, a, and they would have won a division, and they would and they would have had a home playoff game, so but those two Buffalo losses cost them that. A sweep, That's unbelievable. I mean, the Ravens swept the Steelers too. Like I, I was telling Dave, these divisional games, you can't. I would not. They're all trap games to me. Divisional yeah, games. Yeah, you can't they really back. So you can't. I'm Nothing's guaranteed. I'm listening, I'm listening to Joe and Evan this morning, and uh-huh. um, they were they were saying that uh, they haven't beat Buffalo since 2011, and I didn't I didn't realize that. Wow. Did not realize that. So it's been it's been a while since they beat Buffalo. What happened to Revis yesterday and Watkins? What was that about? I mean, you know what? I mean, you know, Watkins is a good player. Don't get me wrong. Um, but Revis just flat out didn't have a good game. And then, um, you know, I don't like the fact that he didn't talk with the media. I mean, I, I know the media is the media, and you know they can be annoying. But all your teammates talked with them. You know, Marshall, um, Fitzpatrick. You know, I'm sure they didn't want to deal with the media. I'm sure they were pissed off, um, you know, and I get Revis was pissed off, but you know, you, you gotta you gotta talk to media after yesterday. He's got to pay a lot of money. That's man. part of your he's job. Got, he's getting paid a lot of money, man. He's got to explain. He's got to explain. He looked he looked mediocre yesterday. He really did. Did he look he, a little? He you did. think he looked a little old? He was running full speed. He was running full speed at all. He got that yeah, young got, boy, he, uh, Sammy Watkins. Uh, yeah, Sammy. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily if he looked old, but I guess their game plan was, oh, let's not get beat by a deep ball. So they kind of just gave him cushion. And, you know, cushion. Buffalo was like, okay, you're not going to do that. You know, right. we're, gonna, we're just going to take the short game. And that's what happened. Right. Um, mm. You know, he, he didn't have a, he had a good game at all. I mean, I'll just be honest. Um, and they didn't but, even adjust at that point either. I mean, they didn't even no. uh, adjust the coverage at all the entire game. No, no. I, I know. Uh, you know. Should have bumped him. Well, that's that's why the game plan. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Should've absolutely. Should've absolutely. That 10 yards, and then you're running 10 yards back, so you can just run a curl route and come right back, and you're still 5, 10 yards back, and you're just like, well, what do you like? What do you do now? And yeah. Sammy catches the ball. Absolutely. He can stiff arm you. He's a, he's a beast to bring down in the uh, open oh, field. Oh, yeah. Um, so what do you what do you want to see happen now? I mean, Sheldon Richardson, tough break for him, right? Um, uh, you mean uh, you mean Wilkerson? Uh, Wilkerson, yeah, Wilkerson. Tough yeah, tough break for him, man. You know, it's, Big uh, you know, it, it, it's definitely a tough break. I mean, you never want to see somebody get hurt, and uh, he's in a contract year, so he, he's playing for mm-hmm. a contract. Um, you know, hopefully it's not anything that's gonna you know be career threatening. I don't think it will be, but he's still gonna be out for a while. Um, I think he played. He played. Uh, he played for that contract, though, for sure this year. Oh, he, yeah. You know, oh, you know what? And, and, and here's the thing: you got to take care of your own. And uh, I, I really think they should, uh, you know, give him a contract, whether they do or not, uh, remains to be seen. Um, right. But he definitely, he definitely played to the contract. It's going to be hard to keep him and Richardson and uh, ever, any, anyone else on that line. It's going to be hard to keep them together. Right. Um, you know, with, with the cap issues and stuff. But you know, they got to at least try. Because um, that defensive line is, is 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 pretty good. What do you want to see happen next for these guys? New quarterback? Uh, what do you any kind of pieces? More more big names on offense? You know year? what? I mean, for for next year, I mean, we I think we have the twentieth pick, which I don't, I don't I'm not really you know following the picks right now, but I mean I think I, I think we be we'll be okay with Fitzpatrick as our quarterback next year. He's he's not the long term answer uh, by no stretch. I mean we know he's a journeyman quarterback. You know mm-hmm. he's been in the league tw- you know twelve years. That that's that that's what he is. Mm-hmm. However, you know he had a career year this year. Um, you know he for the most part he played you know smart football. He hardly turned the ball over. You know of course yesterday he th- you know turned it over three times. Um, so I I think he'll be solid. I think you draft a quarterback, maybe you learn from Fitzpatrick, and then go from there. Um, you know, so I, I think uh, he, he's definitely shown he's capable of leading the team. Um, so I, I think that's kind of the way to go. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Um, what about a couple questions here, and I get you out of here real quick. Chip Kelly, you surprised Chip is done, uh, gone in Philly? Uh, no, I'm not surprised. Um uh, I, I mean, like, I, I felt like it was going to happen. I, I didn't think they'd do it on, on last Tuesday. Um, I figured they'd wait till the end of the year, but damn, right. <laughs> getting Black Monday started off a week early. Yeah. Johnny Menzel, done with Cleveland? I mean, the latest thing of him gambling, apparently, in Vegas before <laughs> the game. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't even want to digest anything about Johnny Menzel. I don't think he belongs in the National Football League. He's not professional. I, I, I mean, and he has you, no you know part what? in the Football League. This this uh, this is one of those instances where this guy just doesn't get it. Um, you know he he's injured, yeah, and he's not playing, yeah. But y- your team's playing in Cleveland on Sunday, and you and you're allegedly in Vegas on Saturday night. Um, well, I just say allegedly because <laughs> I don't know if it's confirmed or not. But um, oh, that's, man. that's not that's not good at all. Yeah. Um, now my question to you guys. Now uh, just trying to look at the other side of it here. Uh, do you think he's just trying to force his way out of there? Because obviously Cleveland is not the ideal oh, yeah. franchise to yeah. be involved he's forced, in. He's forcing their hand. And he's yeah. just trying to kind of just do things to get him out of there. And maybe this is really not what he does. And, you know, maybe he'll get to Dallas and you won't see any of this. I you know? I think there's some there, – that's a valid point. Um, really, I, I think I think, I think that could be happening. But yeah. – if that's the case, though, there's definitely a better way of going about. Oh, absolutely! Wanting, it's not professional. Going wanting out, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, I think there is some validity to that. Um, I mean, you know, Cleveland is Cleveland, you know. So I don't know. You know. But yeah, cause I yeah, always give people the benefit of the doubt. It's like, uh, you know, give the benefit of the doubt there uh, just because it's like, how can you be that stupid? Seriously. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. If you guys if you guys wanted to be a head coach in the football league, which, which job would you guys take right now? You Would you take San Fran or Cleveland? Ooh. Ooh. That roster. That roster of San Fran is... Uh, uh. <sighs> that's, that's, a, that's a tough one. Um, because neither really have a quarterback. <laughs> I mean, I, I get. I guess if if they keep Kaepernick, you can kind of rebuild him. But ew, I don't know. That's five coaches in the last five coaches in the last what eight years? Yeah, in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah which, that's uh, too undesirable. Uh, <laughs> I I would have to go. I mean, <sighs> you have to go with San Francisco. Just. Yep. Based on uh, you know the franchise past and uh, hoping that you could get, I mean, because it was not too long ago that they were in uh, Super Bowls, so uh, Brand new stadium. Could, I'm sure you could rebuild it and uh, go in there with the right mindset. And uh, you know they had a horrible that off season was ridiculous that they had oh. uh, all their players <laughs> retiring, uh, getting in trouble. So I'm sure you can rebuild uh, at this point. You're, you're in the rebuilding phase, and you have a better shot in San Francisco than you do in Cleveland at this point. Cleveland, you're just gonna, you're probably get canned in a year, even if you get yeah, them well, to uh, <laughs> six and ten. You know, six and ten that's year. That's, oh, that's brutal. That's their mo. Uh, see, here's the thing with Cleveland. At what point is it Jimmy Haslam's fault? You know, like he's uh, the one calling the shots, and he's just firing everybody. He might be. He's the problem, you know. Yeah, and, year after yeah. year, just just canning yeah, yeah. people. Uh, GM, GM got different, fired too. Yeah, yeah. different yeah. quarterback, GM, coach. Like it's just a big yeah. ball of fire, fire over there. I just and it's uh, not the first time either. I mean, he, you know, he fired some. I forget who else it was. You know, a one and done. Like uh, you know, you, you can't win. Can't win like that. It's brutal. It really is. Shut some light on the Giants, uh, Mike uh, Coughlin. His time was up. You surprised? He's he's out. Resigned today. Uh, with with I'm I'm not well I'm not surprised. Um, you know, kind of we kind of heard reports that he was going to resign. Um, I'm I'm here. Here's my take on it. Um, I I never want to see like someone lose their job, but I'm kind of I'm happy that he went out his way and he wasn't fired. You know, he he resigned. Was um, the right way. I think I think. Uh, yeah, I, I think he at least deserved that chance. Um, you know, being that he, you know, he did win two Super Bowls, and um, you know, those are two of the better runs, um, championship runs in, in a long time. Um, you know, his his players love him. You know, he's a players coach, um, and uh, you know, I I think uh, you know who knows maybe he'll get another another shot possibly. I don't know, maybe maybe not, but I, I think uh, you know I think they need a change, but. You know, again, I, I I like the fact that he went out his way. Yeah. How about you, uh, Dave? Mixed mixed reactions to uh, Tom? Yeah, a lot of a lot of emotions going on. Uh, definitely today was a sad day for me. Uh, I'm still upset. You know, just seeing him go. Um, you know, I knew a change needed to be made, and it's very unfortunate that the players let him down this year because it was the, these players just underachieved uh, throughout yep. the year and uh, made him look bad. Could have been 11 and, and it, five. It's just chilling. 
Yeah, and it's just it's just really sad to see him go. He's you know everything he's done for the team, uh, you know, twelve years is not a it's, it's a long time, you know. So I, I I've been you know a Coughlin Manning guy, you know, twelve years of my life, to, and it's just it's just rough. Those magical years of the Super Bowl, I remember them like yesterday. Uh, so today was just definitely an emotional day, um, you know, seeing him resign. Uh, Giants organization is is first class. Um, from top to bottom, I, I, they're just a very classy organization, and they were not going to do Tom Coughlin wrong by firing him. They were going to yeah. let him go out the right way, and that's why I think the Giants' job is Giants coaching job is might be one of the best in the NFL, uh, just from what you see from ownership, uh, the faith that they give you, the time that they give you. I mean, what is this? This is his uh, fourth straight year without the playoffs, third straight yep. losing yep. Season, two six yep. and yep. ten. Yeah. But it, they give you the time, you know, and, and, and 12 years, 12 years, he didn't give too many winning seasons, <laughs> but uh, no. he gave us those two Super Bowls and that's what it is. It's just, they give you the time and, and I, I think it's going to be a very attractive job for a, a very big name and I'm excited about it. So I have that excitement, but still very, very, very sad still. I mean, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Tom Coughlin for everything you've done for for the organization and it, it should never be forgotten. Surefire hall of famer. hundred percent. And, uh, I, I, I wish he was the coach of my team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Mike, you got a Super Bowl pick. Who, who you got, man? You got a pick right now or you want to wait? Uh, uh, um, so, I mean, Seattle is playing lights out right now. Um, they just demolished, uh, Arizona yesterday. Right. Um, I I don't see how they don't make it back to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, um, they're they're, they're going to be tough to beat, and uh, uh, you know, the, that's the NFC side. As far as the AFC side, that that's more tough uh, to figure out. Uh, you know, New England's on a two-game losing streak heading into the playoffs. You know, Denver's a, you know Denver you know whether Osweiler or Payton's going to play. Uh, so there's a, a lot more questions on the AFC side than there are on the NFC side. Um, so I, I, I only have one of two right now. I, I'd say Seattle and uh, I'm not sure about AFC right now. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. How, how, how was the temperature out there now? Um, it was like, it was like 65, 70 today. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty kind of mm. chilly over there too. For, uh, yeah, 16 yeah. Here, Mike. Wow. 516. 16 right now, Mike. In New York. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty brick over here. So uh, that's, that, I'll take, oh, yeah. hey, I'll take, I'll take fifty over there. I'd be, I'd be good. How, how cold, how cold is it up there right now? Sixteen, man. I'm dropping too, 16. probably. We're in the teens. We're in the teens. Really? The teens, Mike. Don't you miss these days, man? Come on, man. I know you miss these days, man. <laughs> Act like you don't miss these days. <laughs> I do. Kind you of. could break out that, uh, the nice North Face, and uh, you know, bundle up with gloves. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely, my snowboard. You know, you know. Oh, Hunter, yeah, yeah. You and Christine, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh boy. All right, man. <laughs> I'll let you go. I'll, I'll get you out of here, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon, man. Maybe championship weekend or something. We'll talk. We'll talk. But I'll, I'll text you on what I'm doing. So, um, I'll keep All you right. posted on that. All right, man. A sports right. pain is tough, man. It's hard to see your teams go out this way, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, There's only one well, team that. Can go. Well. The good thing about it is uh, pitchers and catchers report in another month, so <laughs> I got that to look forward to. <laughs> there you go. 
There you go. Keep up, beat, man. All right, dude. All the best, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. All right. All right, Mike. Be good, man. Have a good night, fellas. Yeah, fifty-five, seventy. Eh, not bad. Not, not bad. Sure. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's pretty. That's yeah. still pretty cold. Pretty cold for Florida. Definitely. But uh, hey, by your leather jackets, right? God. <laughs> the North faces are out. Good lord. <laughs> Got the boots. Oh, I can't. I'd be I in can't. shorts and flip flops still. Just chilling. I can't, I can't even manage that. Uh, 17 after the hour. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. NFL wild card predictions coming up next. Back after this. Sorry about that, dude. 
Still on mute. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm go with short, uh, I'm taking these short commercial breaks today. Yeah, yeah, dude, man. Like I said, man, four-hour show necessary to go over all this uh, nonsense that goes on. Yeah, oh yeah. But uh, you got you got yeah. Chiefs, Texans. Texans are home. KC favored by three. Steelers, Bengals. Bengals are home. Uh, Pittsburgh favored by two and a half. Who you got? Uh, gotta go with the Chiefs against the Texans. I think they stay hot. Um, I really like that Chiefs team this year. So I think uh, they make that trip to New England uh, next round. And I have the Steelers uh, taking it to the Bengals. Bengals going out again. Um, first <laughs> round. Yeah. I, as much, oh. man, I, I, I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. I want Cincinnati to win so bad. But it's just, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I could trust uh, A.J. McCarron. He hasn't had a whole season under his belt. It, it's going to be tough for them to get that win, yeah. Uh, especially yeah, yeah. you know with all those weapons. So, even though the two defense is kind of um, Chiefs Texans Texans are good at home. That defense, but the Chiefs are just ridiculously hot, man. I don't see how they stop all of a sudden stop playing and learn how to play football this weekend. <laughs> I, I see him. I see him edging out the Texans, but it's going to be a good game, though. It's going to be good, definitely. You know JJ Watt and them guys, they're not gonna quit on you. Uh, Steelers, Bengals, AJ McCarron, man. Like you said, I would love to be wrong. But the same <laughs> old Bengals until I yeah, see that yeah. final score. I think Big Ben, the company, Antonio Brown, those guys are workhorses. They're hungry. They're a dangerous team. They know how good they can be. They put get their racks together. And I think the Steelers are gonna beat the Bengals, man. I love yeah, to be wrong, good. man. But yeah, you got to remember uh, just last week. They weren't in the playoffs. They were going to be out, knocked out, taking a long off season. So uh, they got they have a second chance at life, uh, just because the Jets messed up there. So uh, I think they're going to be hungry going into the playoffs for sure. So that's Saturday's game. Sunday's games. You have Seahawks at Vikings. Seahawks favored by five and a half. Pete Carroll just came out and said Marshawn Lynch is ready to go. How in the world are the Vikings win this game? <laughs> Tell me. Um. Does Marshawn Lynch become a distraction? All of a sudden, Russell Wilson forgets how to pass the ball to Doug Baldwin now. Uh, I don't think so. I think that actually helps them big time, especially in the run game. Um, I guess it's all about how Pete Carroll handles it. Uh, is he going to just you know, keep handing off the ball to Marshawn Lynch right. instead of uh, letting uh, Russell Wilson do his thing in the passing game? So I guess it's all up to Pete Carroll how he uh, chooses to play his um, – whether he just, you know, doesn't uh, overload of runs against Minnesota. Uh, and Minnesota has a good run defense. So you got to remember that, too. So that's going right. to be tough for them to uh, get anywhere that way. Uh, man, everyone's counting out the Vikings. That's that's a pretty big, uh, you know, for a road team to be favored by what? Five, you said five and a half? Five and a that's half. That's a... That's a that's a big spread there, and Seattle did smash him weeks ago. Remember that game? Like beat him up bad. Like Russell Wilson they, they was on fire. Yeah, but they did. Anything and is possible. You got to remember man. these games, though. You got to remember those games, and uh, you know these guys don't forget that stuff. Right. So, I mean, that's uh, you know, real I think, Yeah, I think the Vikings got to bring it. Special teams. Patterson's got to stop fumbling the damn ball. Like yeah. stop. Blair Ross got to make his kicks. Um, Bridgewater, he likes to hold on to the ball, get rid of the damn football, get Stefan Diggs going. Don't become one-dimensional AP. Can they put nine in a box? It's over. So their special teams got to play really well. Get Diggs going. Get Mike Wallace going. Take some chances. Take some shots. And Bridgewater, small guy, 
Start running the football. Don't hold on to the football or just get rid of it. Anything can happen. Yeah. We don't know oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I definitely I have Seattle winning it, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't sleep on Minnesota. They can uh, they can pull it pull it off. Um, there would be a pretty epic upset, but Absolutely. you can't sleep on them at all. Packers, Redskins. Uh, Redskins favored by one and a half. Uh, I I can't root for the Redskins. No, absolutely not. I, I can't no root question. for them. I'm not a fan of Rodgers and company. Hey, look, the Packers. This is the worst game of the week. Oh yeah, the Packers should win this game. But Redskins, that defense is playing really well. Cousins is playing really well. But then again, it's Aaron Rodgers and company. They haven't been good all year too. So like, I I. I'm not rooting for the Redskins, but I can see them in this game because the Packers have not impressed me at all. all yeah, year. I have uh, I have Washington getting the win, unfortunately. Like I said, another week of Haas talking smack, uh, Haas's memes. I, I don't want to I don't want to deal with it. I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers win, but it's just going to be a tough game. Uh, Redskins are playing some good football as of mm-hmm. late. I think what is it five in a row? Mm-hmm. And uh, you just have to remember they're a different team at home. So getting this home playoff game against the Packers is gonna—it's gonna be a tough game for the Packers. Uh, this is a true test for Aaron Rodgers. Let's see, let's see what this guy's made of. He's uh, one of the top three quarterbacks in the league. Let's right. see what he could do against the Redskins. Uh, good defense, and you know, like like you said, that offense is rolling right now. Uh, Kirk Cousins playing some good football. So uh, it's, I'm gonna be tuned in, man. I'm gonna be—I think I'm gonna be wearing green and yellow. For sure. <laughs> oh man, so that's our wild card predictions. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hell of a. I think we might just do a show on those four games next week. I think it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be nuts, and uh, it's gonna be really, really good. Twenty five after the hour, Ken Freedom Sports Talk Show live call ins at six six one four four nine 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 zero four. So, moving right along here on this uh, tumultuous day, sad that f- football NFL season is pretty much come and gone, but the new season now has arrived. Black Monday, Dave. Dolphins, Titans, Eagles, Giants, Browns, Niners. Thanks for coming. You surprised by those moves today? Um, not, Tom not Sula, too surprised. One and done. Yeah, that. I mean, that's that's just wild. I mean, I how just, do you keep a coach for one year? That's that's just something I just won't understand. Um, especially you put him in like such a horrible situation. You put him in a in a situation that he's not going to win. I don't care. You could have put Bill Belichick on that team this year, and he wouldn't have done anything. So, yeah, it, it's just like they, they're setting up these guys to fail, and, you know, instead of looking inwards into the organization and seeing, oh, maybe uh, it's some of these the GM or, you know, some of the front office, uh, maybe that's part of the situation. It's always the coach, and they always get the ax. And it's so funny. These guys keep firing these they don't get any better, do they? That's what I'm saying. It's easy to fire somebody, but it's hard to replace them. Yeah, they don't get any better year in, year out. Uh, it's a new right. guy, but they we just keep put, getting worse and worse. We got to put Sean Payton up there, too. He most likely is done, right, on Wednesday. Um, so maybe, maybe seven jobs available. I think, uh, well, with the uh, Saints, they have another year. And since he's a desirable coach, I think they hold on to him. And wait for a, a to get that compensatory uh, the uh, compensatory pick, that second round pick or something. Yeah, like that. for him. and um, that's mm, I mean that's the only reason they would hold on to him. Yeah, so right. you know they get something right. for him instead of just you know canning him and uh, having to pay his contract or 
you know, anything like that. So we'll have to see on that. I, I hear he might be a, a, interested in the Giants job. I really don't want him. I heard to tell you the truth. Uh, like I told you yesterday, I, I'd, yeah, I would love to see him. Yeah, he's kind of funny, funny, kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, funny, I would love funny. to see him as, kind of... as an offensive coordinator again, but uh, you know that won't happen. Yeah. You know, he's got that taste of the head kind coaching. Of yeah, kind of on the fence with Sean. Kind of rubs me the wrong way sometimes. Kind of yeah. like a stick-up prick, kind of stick-up guy personality-wise. I don't know if he fits the New York Giants. No, no. I, I mean, I like. I I like what they're saying. Uh, just keeping, uh, you know, just promoting Bob McAdoo, offensive coordinator. Uh, right. He's done a good job. He's done a good job with the offense, with what he has with the offense, uh, especially since uh, he has a star receiver busy uh, with his fashion week instead of being on the field. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. I'm sure um, in a little bit with the Donks of the Year awards. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think they've uh, they've done a good job. I, I would love to see uh, Bob McAdoo. Um, Possibly as one of the candidates, and uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, who else might uh, show up? Like I said, I think that's the most desirable job in the league. Um, yeah, I don't a proven know. How, cor- right, a proven quarterback, right? Like Eli yeah. Manning and Andrew Luck could be a good landing spot too. The Colts. Yeah, we gotta, uh, gotta put the Colts up there too, right? The Colts. They're, yeah, they're absolutely. Pagano still a question mark. How about Detroit? Caldwell. Well, the thing is, with this this list of Black Monday list, we could put Cole, we could put um, Colts in there, Saints in there? Question mark. Staying Atlanta, Coach Atlanta, San Diego, the Rams, Raiders, Dallas, Dallas. I mean, and then to me, the hot seat: McCarthy, Harbaugh, and Baltimore, Caldwell. I mean, how would these guys? How would these guys staying? These coaches in Atlanta staying, San Diego, St. Louis. Fisher, That's ridiculous. Okay. And then you're gonna Raiders, put. Uh, and then you're going to put Garrett Harbaugh thing? on the uh, like, hot seat, which is a joke. I think that's a joke. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, John Harbaugh is an awesome coach. And that team has been absolutely riddled with injuries. Right. And um, you, they can't him. Forget it. The Ravens are going to be bad for a very long time. I can guarantee that. Uh, I think John Harbaugh is a very good coach. It's just that, you know, you have one bad year. These people are just like, you know, they give it all up. They're like, oh, let's get a new coach. Maybe that'll fix everything. No, you have to change the entire system. You change personnel. It's a whole uh, new thing. You're looking at a whole rebuilding process. It could take you 10 years to win. And then what are you going to do in those 10 years? Keep firing coaches? Right. So right it's now, just, this Black Monday thing is like six openings right now. Two questionable with the Colts and the and the Saints. So that's eight positions, Dave, out of 32. That's a lot of work. And then you know, and then you said Colts and and not, how about Lions too? Lions, so uh, Caldwell, that Caldwell, Caldwell, so that's nine. Um, hot seat, McCarthy. I don't. That's just my opinion, but eh, it could be ten. You how know? crazy is that? One third of the league. How about Jason Garrett? How is he like in, like in trouble? <sighs> I think it's just he gets a pass just because of the uh, Romo injury. Romo. It's it's kind of tough to see too with uh, Brandon Whedon doing okay with. The Texans winning games with nothing really, right? And I like that Texans defense, but man, that Cowboys defense is actually not too shabby. Yeah, not bad at all. Seeing some of their performances, uh, I don't know. I think Uh, I would can him, but you know, Jerry Jones loves that dude. He loves. He loves. He loves. And he'll never. I don't think he'll get rid of him until you know they do a one in fifteen season. 
<laughs> so San Diego, uh, Mike McCoy's thing, and uh, St. Louis, Jeff Fisher's thing. I think most, mainly for these guys are moving to different cities. Their organization moving to different cities, so they're not going anywhere. Atlanta, yeah. I'm surprised with Atlanta. Uh, Dallas, you need some stability with right. those guys, uh, especially so if they're going to go to LA. You, so you're looking at yeah, exactly. So you're looking at maybe one third of the league and you need new coaches. That's a lot of people. So I'm saying it's, easy, it, it, it's easy to fire these guys, man. But like I'm telling you, to replace these guys, you might not get a coach to like June. Who knows? And you got free agency yeah. to deal with. So I mean, even draft, uh, so like even replacing them soon, it doesn't matter. It's just a, a new system, new everything, new personnel. Uh, I'm telling you, it, it's just not good. Having consistency is probably one of the most important things in the NFL. And, um, you know, building upon it, you know, like have, have one success a year, you got to start setting goals and, you know, maybe win two more games this year. They want to, they want to go from like two and 14 to like 12 and two, uh, 12 yeah. and four and, and win a Super get, Bowl in one year. They give them three, four and, years, man. You have to. Yeah. It's just these, these owners are out of their mind. And not only it's them, it's really them. They're, they've been thinking really for years. Is. It so really it's is. Like, so it's like, you know, the Bengals have been terrible for years. I haven't won a championship a playoff game since what, Boomer left? The Browns, same thing. Like, people want to know how, how these teams have never changed. Look at the Lions. Can't win games. It's the owners from the top. What's, what's the, the top? yeah, what's the Personnel. worst consistent team of a losing of a losing franchise? It's always the owner. Always the same owner. Owners don't change, man. Players come and go, coaches, coaching staff, personnel. Owners always sending them checks, man. So you gotta look at these guys. You have to hold them accountable. Yeah. And it's just, you know, you have to have these owners accountable. And on top of that, half these owners don't know the game and don't know what it takes, you know, to be yeah. out there and, and uh, know all the ins and outs and intricacies of being a, a football player and, and the whole, you know, the coaching and, and the uh, preparation and all that. So it's, uh, you know, that's why I like, I, I, man, I, I don't like the Patriots at all, but <laughs> man, that's, that's a model franchise right there. You know, Bob Kraft, yeah. he knows his football, but. You know what he does? He lets his guy do his thing. He lets Bill Belichick, uh, you know, manage everything and do his thing. And and that's why they're so successful. And that's why I think the Giants, you know, we've had some rough years. But we got two, hey, two trophies. I will Mm -hmm. never be mad at the Giants. Even if if they don't win another Super Bowl the rest of my lifetime, how can I be mad? I got to witness two of the greatest Super Bowls. Some, Some people have never seen a Super Bowl ever. Yeah, including myself and the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. So, you know, it's just tough, tough living. Tough, tough living, yeah. man. Easy to fire these guys, but damn sure hard to replace them. Yeah. yeah. Careful what you wish for. That's what you said, right? That's what I said, yeah. it's That's what it is, man. I've seen this I've seen this too many times, man. Yeah, let's make a change. Yeah, we'll go to playoffs next year. You win less games next year. What do you do? <laughs> oh, change again. Yeah, change yeah, again. Like, Fans gotta learn how to take away the emotion, man. You gotta take the emotion out of it. Makes it your, your life a whole lot easier. Thirty-five after the hour, Ken Freeman Sports Talk Show. Uh, top headlines: So Coffin resigns as Giants twelve at the twelve seasons. Brady's MRI sprain, no breaks. Manziel spotted a team facility for exit meetings. He's Manziel's done in, in, in Cleveland. Panthers Tillman has a torn ACL out for the playoffs. Tough, tough break for him. Uh, sources: Chip Kelly's camp reaches out to the Forty ers Got to keep an eye on that. Uh, Texans get rid of their GM. Webster to interview Mike Malarkey. We'll keep an eye on that. And Patriots to interview. Lions interview uh, Patriots director of pro scouting Bob Quinn for their GM vacancy per Adam Schefter. 
Um, Terrell Owens finally divorced after marrying a male lady for three days, Dave. Um, I'm not even going to get into that one. A um, couple things here. Charles okay, Woodson well, and... I guess he's a nomination now. How many marriage fights for three days? I, I'm writing it down right now. I'm putting him as she, a nominee she, for uh, Donk of the Year. Was she that good delivering mail? Like, does she walk up to his doorstep delivering mail that good? I mean, uh, anyway. So, <laughs> hats off to Charles Woodson, man. A remarkable season, right? 24, number 21, and number 24. We've been watching him. Remarkable season. Old, 6-1. Remarkable two, career. Two, college Michigan, 1998, round one. Fourth overall pick, Heisman. Raiders, Packers, came back with the Raiders, Super Bowl champion, NFC champion, AFC champion, AP and AP NFL Defensive Player of the Year, NFC Defensive Player of the Year, um, Rookie of the Year, um, 2000 All-Decade Team, 202, I guess, NF, Interceptions Leader, 2009-2011. So National Champion, Heisman Trophy, Walter Camp Award, Chick Charles Haley, Chick Haley Award, um... Bruno Nagowski Award, Jack McNerick Award, Jim Thorpe Award, Jack Tatum Trophy, Jesse Jones Athlete of the Year, Chicago Tribune Silver Football Player of the Year, Big Ten Freshman of the Year. I mean, this guy does it all, Dave. I mean, unbelievable stuff with this guy. 20 sacks, 1,000 tackles, forced fumbles, interceptions, defensive touchdowns, pass deflections. I mean, this guy played the game the way it should have been played. Him and Tom Brady in the Pro Bowl back in 1997. What a remarkable career, Charles Woodson. That's another sad part of this weekend. You know, I feel like the uh, season's coming to an end, but it's also seeing a lot of, like, just legacies. And, I mean, this guy, five years, he's he's in Canton, no doubt. Um, he's not waiting any more than five years to get in. He's He is the true professional. And what he showed this year, I, it's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, right. th- what was he, 39 years old, out there just having a – one of his career years. I mean, everyone's counting him out. Ah, he's just here to, uh, you know, play one more year, whatever. He had a great year. And um, it's awesome that he went back to Oakland. And, you know, that's an up-and-coming franchise, I feel like. You know, a lot of youth that got to learn from him. So I I think uh, the Raiders won out, you know, definitely getting him back. And, man, he's beyond a legend. I think one of the best, best secondary players ever. I'd have to say, for sure. It's, it's funny because he played against, um, he played with Tom Brady in college, and he played against Brady in that Tucker rule game. So yeah. imagine what imagine what their discussion is going to be like after after they're done hanging it up, huh? Yeah. Oh man, it, it, we're gonna. It, he's gonna be very. He's gonna be highly missed. Um, the NFL is losing a big time player, um, big someone time. that you know. Everyone looks up to, and you know, never in trouble. Always did the right thing. Always a a great, um, you know, advocate for the game. And uh, you know, hats off to him. Definitely. Just who is Charles Woodson? Ken Freedom Sports Talk Show. You know what I'm talking about? Somebody needs to give him his gold jacket right now while he's still playing. What guys at his age still play in the league on a high level as he do? So um, hands down, he's he definitely is top 100. It's gonna be rainy. It's gonna be wet. Huh? That's what we do when you was kids. You played in the rain and the mud, baby. Like it is. 
So get the uniform dirty a little bit. Pick the up. Love it on your uniform. And let's have fun out there today. Fun is finding yourself back on the top 100 list after missing it last year. And now at the age of 38, Charles Woodson ranks higher than he did at 36. When you talk about what, you know, what he's still able to do, the way he has his nose in the football, the way he sacrifices his body, he goes out there and leads by example at his age to go and do that. It's unbelievable. In 2014, Woodson reclaimed a place among the NFL's elite. He had a career-high 113 tackles to go along with four interceptions. Charles Woodson, man, Charles Woodson should probably be top 100 players of all time. He plays sideline to sideline, every down, every play. With this sack, Woodson made NFL history as the first player ever with 20 sacks and 50 picks in a career. The future Hall of Famer came on a safety blitz. He's still out there making plays. He's still got the respect of his peers. He's definitely a special player in his league and been a special player for a long time. That's it, it takes 20 sacks. Unbelievable stuff. So next stop for Charles Woodson is in Canton, Ohio. No, Dave agrees with me on that one. And the next guy that's coming back is is our guy, Steve Smith, five nine, buck ninety five. I'm telling you, Panthers, two thousand one to twenty thirteen. Um he's with the Ravens right now. He got injured, he was gonna retire, but he uh came back and he's He's going to come back this year and finish up um, what he started. I mean, this guy's just a flat-out beast. 961 catches, 13,000-plus yards, 76 touchdowns. Um, return touchdowns, he's got six. I mean, NFL receiving, triple crown, receiving yards leader, t- receiving touchdowns leader, uh, receiver of the year, AP comeback of the year, 2005. Um, top 10 all-purpose yard leader, 50, all-purpose yards club, Receiving yards club as well, and Panthers all-time uh, leader in receptions, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns, punt returns, yards, and punt return touchdowns. Um, offensive player of the month as well too. First team All Mountain West back in 1999. Um, guy's a flat-out beast, man. I, I know Dave is happy to have this guy back too, right? Dave, uh, Steve Smith Seniors back. Yeah, how excited are you for that for next year? 
for this year, actually. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty cool, man. He's one of those little guys that I like to see play because he's scrappy. And yeah. uh, he'll, he'll knock you in the – he'll knock your head off. <laughs> man, I've seen I him sub, do some son. crack blocks, man. Yeah. yeah, I've seen him do some crack blocks that have sent, you know, huge linebackers flying. This guy is yeah. no joke, and uh, he's a he's a tough guy. Um, see him go out, I, man. I, I'm not surprised that he's coming back. I mean, oh, there's no yet. way that Steve Smith is going to go out that way, especially you know with his persona and how tough he is. He wasn't going to go out, you know, on injury. So that's right. going to be good. Um, good for the Ravens. Um, is he going to be free agent or still with the Ravens? Yeah, he's going to come back with the Ravens. Yeah, he'll come back. Yeah, with them. he'll come back. With yeah, them. so that's definitely that's awesome for the Ravens. Then um, he's he's a great receiver. I, I just could only imagine if he stayed with Carolina. Oh <laughs> man. Man, him, him, Fun Fun, and and Benjamin and Olsen. Oh, oh man, and that, and then wow. you forget that have Ted Ginn as your number three. Oh man, <laughs> wow. Don't we'd be Cam, talking can about run, Cam can run too. So yeah, we'd wow. be talking about like nineteen and 0 two years straight. So, <laughs> but yeah, good for him. Good for him. Uh, I hope he comes back, stays healthy, and uh, you know goes out the way uh, like Charles Woodson did. You know, with a great, great year. And uh, right. goes out on his on his terms and not um, from being hurt. Yeah, definitely. Uh, before we take a quick break here, um, those bowl the bowl games. I mean, Bama versus Michigan, Oklahoma, Clemson, TCU versus uh, Oregon was a good one, right? Thirty-one points down. Um, that, was that was memorable. Awesome. That was wild. Wild. That was my favorite one. So How far. did this guy Tra- Trayvon Boykin got arrested? Striking an officer, your boy. Striking, stri- striking an, an uh, overnight after striking an officer. I remember sending you that too. I said, "Look at your boy, yeah, getting in trouble right before the bowl." I'm I, like, I it, it's just unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, yeah. They, they, first of all, why did he, I took off work like, thinking these bowl games were going to be on New Year's? So I'm off on New Year's. I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to watch Alabama, Michigan, or Golden Clemson. The game was the day before on, the, on New Year's Eve. I'm like, you kidding? New me? Year's Eve. Why? Horrible scheduling. Number one, Why horrible they, scheduling. People out of their uh, house on New Year's Eve. No one's home on New Year's Eve. It's uh, it's money. It's money. It's the it's the, uh, the Ravens bowl are game. down by like forty percent though. Well, it's the bowl games them, themselves because they lock in a spot during uh you know certain bowls. Uh, right. they pay big time money to lock in their spot for January first every year. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, New Year's Eve was the next logical step. I mean, not, I wouldn't say logical, but it was the next, it was an open, kind of an open spot to put the, uh, just to highlight those two games. Because otherwise they'd be with, you know, that uh, that TCU Oregon, they'd be with, uh, you know, they'd be uh, with the uh, Ohio State and Notre Dame. So there would be other games on and it wouldn't just be the college football playoff game. And I think it was a big mistake. I think it was a huge mistake. Of course, mistake. huge mistake. They did I think it was horrible. Home, first of all, who's home watching those games? You're off the couch on New Year's Eve. You're on the couch on New, Year, on New Year's Day. You're home watching the games. Like, what do you like? Why would they even do that? And the ratings are down because obviously no one was watching, really. Yeah. And the games, and they were horrible to begin with. Poor. Horrible. Poor. Horrible. Yeah. It was just a poor choice. It was a poor choice oh. to do it at that day. And uh, man. I mean, yeah, they ended up being terrible games anyway. Um, who you got in this one? Who you got in the finals? You go uh, Alabama, Clemson. Who you got? Uh, you can't, you can't not pick Alabama, man. I mean, they've been here before, right? Well, I, I just gotta go. It's like almost that situation that I have with uh, 
you know, you just go, uh, you Cincinnati and, and Pittsburgh. It's you like you can't I, go with Dabble. I need, I need Clemson. I need Clemson to win it, man. I need Clemson to win it. I I can't stand Alabama. I can't stand Nick Saban. I just want them. To, I want them to get absolutely crushed. And what? Hear me out. Hear me out. I know Alabama's the heavy favorite. That defense is sick. Basically, they put out an entire NFL team every single year. Uh-huh. Um, but just just watch out for that. Uh, watch out for how they deal with Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah, that's I mean, going to be you up, man. They physically that front seven physically beats you up. They run the ball like eighty times. They're going to dink and dunk, yeah. and so then you have to watch out. Watch out for Deshaun Watson because that guy is a star. He's a superstar. I don't know if it's going to translate into the uh, NFL game, but definitely in the college game, he's a very good quarterback. And Alabama has problems with running quarterbacks like that. And, I mean, this guy's putting up, you know, running back, like Derrick Henry numbers, running, and he's the quarterback. So uh, that's their. I think that's their only hope. (laughs) Clemson has a pretty good defense too, but, I mean, Um, I'm, I'm praying. I'm praying for Clemson. Let's go. Come on. Dabo Sweeney with the tombstone. Um, he's he's unbelievable. Um, Byog, Byog, B-Y-O-G. Bring your own guts. Bring your own guts. Oh God, he's on. He's off. I saw a Levitar is making fun of that this morning. He's like, what a bunch of gibberish! Gibberish yeah. is that? Gibberish. He said, "I'd rather the guy who brings someone else's guts in his hands." <laughs> uh, I can't. I, Clemson to have less practice time than Bama. Maurice Claret arrested for OVI after refusing his test. Oh, Maurice, come on. Um, so, top-rated offensive lineman to leave uh, Ole Miss at the end of the draft. Uh, Gator cornerback Hargraves into NFL draft. Clemson defensive end. Lawson likely to play title game. Ex-Browns assistant Roper to rejoin Muschamp. And uh, Iowa, they haven't won a, a, a game what, since 1958, a Rose Bowl. Who invited them to the Rose Bowl versus uh, Stanford? That guy McCaffrey just was stomped these guys. It was a beatdown. Yeah. Game. It was bad. bad. Well, bad. You know, if they held on in that game against Michigan State, they'd be in the college football playoff. Well, that's the thing. Well, that's it. You know, it's like, just uh... – it's tough, uh, you know, if you start thinking about it, it, it uh, Stanford getting those two losses and, you know, Ohio State getting that untimely loss. Yeah. I, I think those are the two best teams in the nation, to tell you the truth. I mean, on top yeah. with Alabama, that's one, two, and three. So I would like, um, like to see Bama Stanford or something like that or Clemson. You have, to, uh, you have to expand these playoffs. And now you're talking about I mean, what, it's, it's, it's gonna go to three, six. four it's gonna weeks. Go to... Yeah, it's gonna to go to six and eight game, eight teams. It's gonna go more. It's, it's only a matter of time. And I also, think you have you, to go eight. You, There's no no way you can give buys. Would you? No buys. Yeah, yeah. Would you prefer the the Heisman um, voting to be after the playoffs is done? Because that guy McCaffrey looks like a beast. But not to take anything from, away from Henry. Henry deserves to win it though. In this at this point. Yeah, he, I mean Nick Saban basically, basically uh, shortened his uh, NFL career pretty big oh, time yeah, 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 in college. Yeah. Like is he pulling Marco Murray, Demarco <laughs> Murray all over again. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, no, I kind of like it at the. It's it's a regular season award. Um, back in the day, they didn't have the uh, college football playoffs, right? You know, to so, uh, pr- yeah. to produce in, and uh, you know, you just have the one bowl game if you're just a normal team. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would say I think it's in a good spot. It's 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 out of it. It's right after the end of the season, and it gives you time to prepare for the uh, bowl games. Yeah. I think it's just another distraction. <laughs> The Heisman. 
Yeah, I think I think and I think they're gonna have to. It's gonna be sixteens and eighteens. It's gonna go to eight eventually. In the couple <laughs> yeah, years. definitely. That would be big money for college, man. My boy uh, Bill Plasky's like, who invited Iowa and why? I mean, yeah, it was it was bad. It was brutal. Wow, he's hating. Yeah, brutal. It was brutal, but brutal. I mean, they played. Hey, they played some good football against Michigan State. Yeah. Um, that was a good team all year. Great defense. And, you know, they just uh, had a bad matchup. Stanford's, like I said, one of the top three teams in the nation. Um, they just had a had a bad uh, a few bad losses that uh, kind of messed them up for the uh, playoffs. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. 52 after the hour. Ken Freeman Sports Talk Show Live. Call in at 661-449-904. We're going to come back and do Downs of the Year, man. It's about time. Oh, man. I've been waiting for this. Back after this. The number 54 player on the countdown is also brimming with self-confidence. He a talker, man. And that's all he's doing. He didn't say nothing on that touchdown, no. He was quiet at church mouse. My rookie year, Rondé, he kept getting on uh, Leonard Johnson. We both were rookies together, and Leonard was talking to him, and Rondé was getting mad. He was like, yeah, don't say anything to him. Just leave him alone. Leave him alone. Just let him do his thing. You got a nice pom-pom, too. <laughs> Nothing surprised anything that he does. Like, no matter how old he gets. And it is hot. You never want to give him anything to motivate him, so let him be himself and don't say anything to him. Try me if you want to. You'll go broke. Enjoyed watching you play for a long time, son. Keep it going. Stay healthy, baby. Yes, sir. After 13 years as a Panther, Steve Smith Sr. was cut by Carolina and signed with Baltimore before the 2014 season. The biggest surprise would be that, you know, he wasn't as bad as everyone made it seem. You know, as soon as he arrived, he was putting in work and making plays. Now he fires deep. He's got Steve Smith Sr. open. And we are glad to have you for the anticipated Carolina at Baltimore showdown. I asked him in the training room before the game, I said, how you doing? You doing okay? And he said, nope. You know? Uh, I'm like... He said, bring your goggles. Blood and guts are going to fly everywhere. During pregame, the captains go up. So I tried to grab him, you know, play with him. He was like... <sighs> Charles Johnson was kind of... Quasi joking around with him, Steve Smith was having none of that. Just shrugged him right off and kept on walking right over to the sideline. It's game day, fellas. Let's go. And he just went off. He just went off over there. Blackwell looking to throw on third and short. Blitz pressure coming. He lost it. Far sideline. Tip off Steve Smith Sr. And he's going to the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Raven. He's a happy man. He caught that. I'm like, man, that had to be like destiny because it tipped off of a guy and then he just runs up on it and catches it and scores. Come on now. That doesn't never happen like that. You know what I mean? Hey, man. That was a good play, though. Yeah, he has a passion for this game like we all do. And, of course, his passion is led by a little more, you know. He, the team let him go, he felt, and he won a payback. Blacko fumbles the snap, picks it up, and heaves it towards the end zone. Steve 
35 years old, and I ran around on boys like they were schoolyard kids. Back one time, bud. Here we go. This is a nail. Him in a coffin. You're dead. Take your ass back to Carolina. Make sure you mow my lawn, too, while you're out there. Keep it clean for me. Is he a top 100 player? Of course. Always. Until you retire, he'll be a top 100 player. An old man playing a young man's game? Some of y'all are going to have to ice up. <laughs> He's fantastic, man. Steve Smith's fantastic, Dave. Steve Smith, you heard his cash phrases, man? Ice up, son. Oh, Church man. money. Oh, man, playing a young man's game. Ice up. I like he's, it. He's, he's great, man. Hall of Famer? Oh, oh, he doesn't even have to come back for that. I mean, uh, he wants to go out a better way. That's cool, but uh, he doesn't even have to. He doesn't have to come back for a Hall of Fame. He's funny. I think I might. I. I. Um. Yeah, one of my favorite players, man. The guy just brings it every single week. I just wish his players play that way. Never takes a day off, ever. ever. I, don't, I don't think. Uh, I think we're seeing that era go out. So we're kind yeah. of witnessing a new, uh, a new group of players: the prima donnas, the spoiled little brats, the, uh, you know, like the Aaron Rodgers who. Blames everyone else, and it's just uh, it's it's a sad day. You, you see these guys, uh, man, back in the day, man, fierce, brought yeah. it every day, laid their lives on the line to win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we're, uh, we're we're starting to get get away from that. So, it's gonna be a new game soon. Um, we're all privy tonight. First row of the new year, Vince McMahon, special referee, and uh, I can't believe those fans called in NYPD. About Vince McMahon being arrested. I mean, can I um, nominate them for Donks of the Year? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see what Roman Reigns does. Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens should be a good Raw tonight. Cena, right? Should be a good Raw. First Raw of the Year. SmackDown's debuting tomorrow on um, USA Network. So that should be a good one too, right? Um, I'm not gonna hold my breath. You know, uh, it's it's been pretty rough. The the past few Raws have been awful, and even with Vince on TV, it's just. You know, I like the whole uh, when Roman Reigns won the championship, but man, it's it's been boring to watch. I'm not right. gonna hold my breath. I mean, this is it. It looks good on paper, but uh, until I see it, I mean, I, I don't believe it. And if it's another boring Raw, then I, I don't even know what I'm gonna do with WWE. I'm just gonna kind of tap out and wait till February. We got no football to watch either, so Raw better be uh, good tonight, right? Yeah, I mean, this, man, Vince is killing us. I thought uh, business would pick up with him on TV. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens tonight. He's gonna get in the ring, so he's gonna do something something stupid tonight. Man, we'll uh, can we'll can he lose it? You think Roman loses it or? Nah, no way, no way. Gets it back no next way. week. Three time champ already. Gonna <laughs> <beat> Cena. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Ugh. Well, before we wrap it up, um, down to the year, man. Who's your nominees? Who you got? Oh, man, I, I have too many. I, I mean, I feel like this is like a whole award show. I mean, we need like an extra like two hours for this shit. It's, um, I, I got Pete Carroll, Super Bowl okay. 49 call. Mm-hmm. Um, Gino Smith, losing his yeah. job to Ryan Fitzpatrick for $600. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I got some good ones. I mean, these are like epic donks of the year. Uh, I have uh, JPP with the fireworks. I had to throw him in there. I had to throw him in there. 
Um, my my favorite of all time here, I think he's a, he's a lock. Victor Cruz, oh. uh, saying he was going to be back all year, all year, saying he was going to be back, he was going to be back, instead of actually posting up videos of training and rehabbing. He's uh, a fashion model now. So, <laughs> and I, I, you got to throw in, uh, you got to throw in Johnny Johnny Manziel, yeah, yeah, in that, yeah. In that situation too. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's a pretty, pretty big list there. I mean, I, I have a lot more, but I think those yeah. are the top, the top, the top of the top there. What, what do you got here? Yeah, you could uh, off the top of my head, you could throw Hulk Hogan in there too. You got to throw Hulk in there. He's a um, doc. That's a long time ago though, too. I feel like yeah, I feel but... like he got I feel like he someone uh, was out to get him and sabotaged him yeah. in that situation cuz I mean yeah. if that was you know what was it 5 6 years ago when he said that 5 6 years ago came out yeah. this broke this year you got to throw out Vince Mystic man in there too I put uh, I put that WWE year. creative I put WWE yeah, creative WWE on my creative list. and Vince yeah definitely definitely so. put him in there Chip got oh, him in there too you can't forget about the refs Oh, yeah, Dean Blandino and the refs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to throw those idiots in there. I even had, I'm looking at the list now. Uh, I got Manny, Manny and Floyd Mayweather. That yeah. was, uh, you can't really call donks. I mean, hey, they made money, but that fight was the worst fight I've ever seen. Like, shenanigans, yeah. In yeah. boxing and U.S., anything. I, worst fight I've ever seen. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty epic list. I mean, it's a yeah. tough call. I mean, I, I think I, I picked Victor Cruz just because. Yeah, you know, he's close it is. How close it is to my team, and just you know, I, I was following him. He's one of my favorite players before before he got the injury. Right. Just seeing what he does, you know, no rehab, no, no pictures of rehabbing, no pictures of him working. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about oh, I'm I'm chilling. Here's my new shoes, like. Get, that, get out of here! He saw him and Coughlin shaking Coughlin's hand. Shout out, yeah! Shout out to the realest coach I've ever had. Well, he would still be your coach if you showed up on the field. You donk games, yeah, and helping some games. Donk, yeah. Like uh, that's it. He's the winner for me. That's the winner, Victor <laughs> Cruz, donk of the year. I mean, he should be donk of the decade right now. And uh, it's just WWE. Uh, WWE been fired. Him and Jerry Reese should have been fired, and not Tom Coughlin. That's what I say. The Giants could be eleven and five. It's crazy. Look, it's how crazy. crazy is that? And imagine yeah. if they had their weapons too. That's what I'm saying. You know, like, imagine if they had JPP not blowing off his damn hand. Right. You know, all year he had a full right. hand. Right. Could have got some picks instead of just batting down balls. <laughs> could be really bad. Yeah, you're right. How sad. Unbelievable. How sad, man. Unbelievable. You know, I know Jets fans are upset, and uh, they had a rough day yesterday, but. I mean, as a Giant fan, you got to be upset too. Just thinking, you know, wow, could be yeah. sitting pretty. Could have had a buy. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, a few things here. Jimmy Butler scored forty points and a half uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, Jordan was like Jordan had thirty-eight. So Jimmy Butler, kudos to him. Forty points and a half. That's that's big up, high praise. The Sixers have signed old veteran Eldon Brand. Um, <laughs> Another that's defender. why that's that's why they're the Sixers, right? So. Decision oh, to man. come out of retirement. So I guess that's a veteran they've been lacking in the locker room. So. Oh my God, that's just um, unbelievable. Another center, like yeah, our power center. forward. Come on. 
36 oh. years old. Um, 39-year veteran Joey Crawford, our boy, set to retire after the season. Oh, oh man. Joey C. Joey C, man, hanging it up. Yeah, he's a legend. Um, Definitely is. Guy gets technical fouls for smiling. Tim Duncan. That was that was hilarious. I still remember that. <laughs> um, Zinedine Dazan takes over as manager of Real Madrid after the firing of Rafa Benitez. So one of my favorite guys, Zinedine Zidane, is going to be taking over manager. And today marks the one-year anniversary death of our friend and um, colleague as well. We, we know him, yep. um, Stuart Scott. So definitely miss him, miss, miss him less in peace. Um, so that pretty much wraps up our show, man. Uh, so Donk of the Year goes out to Victor Cruz. Shout out to Victor Cruz. WWE <laughs> Creative, top of the list. Johnny Manziel, too. A distant second, Johnny Manziel. Yeah, I think, he's, second. I, think, um, I think he's doing all this on purpose, though. So that's why I kind of yeah, give him that. Uh, yeah. He's like a sports you know, he's, he's, child. Sport he must, yeah, child. that's true. That's true. He's being so, very childish. He's yeah, he's a very, he, he thinks he's still in uh, Texas A&M. I yeah, that's, that's so, what he's thinking. Yeah, so. definitely. I mean, it, it's just it's so many donks this year, and it, it's tough. I mean, yeah, I, I think that G, even Geno Smith is is a close, close Gino, runner yeah, up Gino there. Top five, yeah. Starting Gino's quarterback of the Jets, punching the starting punch, quarterback. Punch six hundred dollars. Can't pay six hundred dollars back. Six hundred bucks. Yeah, can't pay it. Million dollar contract. Can't pay six hundred bucks, and uh, you lose your job. So now you're done. Career's Perfect. over. Uh, Stephanie McMahon's coming down the aisle right now. Uh, Roman Reigns is coming down uh, the ramp right now too, so um, yeah, that, should be, that should be. I gotta eat some dinner, relax. I, I wait a little while. I started kind of. I like to start at about eight, eight thirty, eight forty-five. Okay. Uh, just so I can fast forward through all the uh, garbage because it's a lot of garbage on that show. Three hours of of wrestling. It's a lot of garbage. I mean, you watch like thirty minutes of quality. I think it's like so, about what fifty-eight, fifty-eight days left of Mania. So around there, man. I hope they pick it up, did man. See, I'm trying to get uh, did you see the, the Triple H and McMahon's were in Dallas yesterday taking pictures with Jerry. You saw that pic? Were they really? I didn't see that. No, I did not. Yeah, I think he tweeted it out. Go on, go on his, uh, go on his Twitter or Stephanie McMahon's Twitter. There's a picture of them on there. So should be interesting. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for Mania because I know they'll, they'll step it up for them. But it's just kind of, it's a long year. You know, you do all this for, what, one day of epicness, and then it's like we have yeah. to watch another 364 days of garbage. Right. Yeah, so. WWE, WWE Creative definitely up there. So we'll see what Stephanie does. Stephanie and then Romy, maybe she starts smacking them again. Like, I'm just tired. I'm tired. You got to start the year off better than this, but we'll see. Same things, man. Same things yeah. over and over. SOS. SOS, dude. SOS. Wow. It's been a pleasure, man. All the best. Absolutely. Yep. Sports Talk Show. Hope you, hope you guys were entertained tonight, and uh, could probably talk for another two hours, like you said earlier. But uh, <laughs> we'll come back soon. Hopefully, you invite me to come on your show one day. Sometime. No, definitely. We got to. Uh, we'll, we'll talk yeah, about that post- for sure. I mean, yeah. we'll get the we'll get all the logistics down, and uh, we'll yeah. figure out when we're doing the last uh, show uh-huh. on Monday, and then uh, we'll yeah. figure out when we can do that. Because absolutely, it's, it's always fun. Always fun. I look forward to uh, to Mondays. So. Yeah, definitely, man. All right, dude, have a good night. Uh, breaking yes, back and roll. Um, playoff games coming up. Basketball games on tonight. NFL just hijacked the show pretty much, so we didn't get to talk about basketball, really. Uh, breaking <laughs> ground, raw. We'll see what happens with Vince McMahon tonight. Playoff games, interesting stuff. Basketball, basketball's back now. Hockey, you can focus on hockey now as well, too. So 
Um, should be interesting couple of days. Bowl games as well on Monday should be good. So should be a good week. Yeah. Should be an interesting week. Definitely, definitely. Just uh, one last shout out, uh, Tom Coughlin. Thank you. Hashtag thank you, Tom Co- TC. That's what it thank is. Um, big big place in my heart forever. And uh, you know, I, I never get to say this. Uh, if if Andre is listening, man, Seton Hall is good. <laughs> They're a good college team. I didn't like. They haven't been good in a while. But uh, I got you. Got to you got to send him a message. You friends with him on Facebook? You got to send him a message. No, I got to go check it out. Yeah. I, I've, yeah, you got to add him. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely a good Adam team. I'm a, I'm a big Q's big Q's fan, and uh, we're having a, a big off year. So yeah. I've been uh, watching a lot of uh, Seton Hall games. Uh, good team. Man, so Beheim's not back yet, is he? Beheim is back yet or no? Um, he's, he's back now. I think he's okay. back. Uh, actually, they had a break. They had that long break because you know New Year's uh, and all the holidays. They take that long break. But uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 even without him, it was just you know having all that lurking up uh, around the team, right. kind of uh, hurt them with recruiting. And uh, they they're not a good team this year. So right. very rare. Syracuse is always up there, but. Definitely, for sure, for sure. What can you do? Yeah, yeah buddy. All right, man. Have a good night. Um, Interesting Monday. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully. hopefully. Epic day, uh, epic show. Can't believe it's two it's hours already. Show. Yeah, hopefully it's a fun show tonight. Hopefully uh, we got a lot a lot of people calling into the NYPD or wh- wherever they are tonight. Unbelievable. <laughs> does, uh, does Stephanie get arrested? Come on. Oh, terrible. Uh, Drinking ridiculous. the cool <laughs> All right, dude, have a good one. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, as well. you too, man. And, uh, see you soon, man. Yeah, man, definitely. I'll be talking to you in the, probably a few seconds anyway. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, good night, everyone. Good night. This is the Ken Freedom Sports Talk Show. Have a good one. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies. And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town No postcode envy But every song's like gold teeth Grey goose dripping in the bathroom Bloodstains, ball gowns Trash in the hotel room We don't care We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal Maybach Diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands Tigers on a gold In your love affair And we'll never be royal It's a one in our blood That kind of love just ain't for us We crave a different kind of buzz Let me be your ruler You can call me Queen Bee And baby I'll Let me live that fantasy My friends Our dollars on the train to the party And everyone who knows us knows That we're fine with this We didn't come for money But every song's like gold teeth Grey goose dripping in the bathroom Bloodstains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room We don't care We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal Maybach Diamonds on your time, these jet planes.
Get a different kind of buzz Let me be 